All right, all right. Welcome to the Exploded Heads Horror Podcast. This is episode eight. I'm right. Is it eight? Yes, yes. All right. It's eight. Okay, episode number eight. This is not a dream. It's really happening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, nice. This is the witching hour. Uh, <laughs> There's going to be a lot of those jokes today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the v- 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 witching hour. <laughs> the VVH. It's like a fucking venereal disease. Yeah. I think my I think my daughter has the VVH. <laughs> the v- vaginal the venereal channel fucking yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Dave Z, in case you didn't know. Over here to my right is uh we got a guy here, he, he you know, he started out as a headline guy. Then he was running a gym for a while. Now he's here with us. Christian I'm still a headline guy. <laughs> That's what I do. Over to your right. <laughs> over to my right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. And over to my left, see? It's all good. <laughs> Is um, a man who first ventured into the Skype world about three months, and now he's a five night a week habit. So, <laughs> a full fledged Skype addict. He's, he even Skypes by himself sometimes. So, we're here to help you. At least we're here tonight. But, um, Brandon, how you feeling, man? I love Skyping alone. I love to. That's the best conversations I have is when I'm alone. <laughs> is it it's kind of like using a Ouija board alone isn't it Ouija Ouija not fucking Ouija Ouija yes yeah a little bit isn't it so yeah. be, be careful I mean, that should be a movie fucking someone Skypes alone and gets possessed because of it you know how like with a Ouija board if you use it alone you get possessed is that true didn't you know that yeah like it's a bad idea to use a Ouija board it's by like yourself the whole point of witch board isn't it didn't that happen in the original witch board there you go. Yes, sir. Yep. <laughs> That's where I learned it. That's where I learned it, too. <laughs> I but do also, everything alone, so, so it, I didn't know so that. So it's fact. Well, check it out. The Exorcist as well. She Reagan was using a Ouija board by herself, talking to Captain Howdy, and then we know what happened with her. Uh, uh, no, refresh my memory. Uh, <laughs> maybe another show. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Brandon, be careful. Otherwise, you'll have, like, a, an unfriended situation, except... <laughs> <laughs> the ghost will come out while you're Skyping by yourself, you know? Yep. Speaking yeah, so. of that, is Unfriended 2 coming out this year? I, I thought I heard a rumor he was on the roster for this year. First I heard about Unfriended 2. Yeah, this is the first I'm hearing about it. Wow, you got the Canadian hookup or something? You got it. Sounds no, I thought I, I, I saw that uh, it was greenlit for Unfriended 2. Greenlit? Fancy terms. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy chopping fancy terms up in here. <laughs> this is no pedestrian affair. This is going to be like a... Ooh, <laughs> yeah, ooh. There we go. Wow. But it's still a headline guy. Make, <laughs> making up words. <laughs> Christian Lucleani. <laughs> Lucleani. <laughs> I think I might change my name to that. <laughs> yeah, man. It's got a good, nice ring to it, you know? So, yeah, uh, this is the witching hour. We're going to talk about witches tonight. Witches and bitches, probably. And... um some goats, things like that. But uh, we're doing Rosemary's Baby as our old movie, and we are doing The Witch as our new movie. And before we get into that, anybody have a, um, what's that shit called? Anybody have a cliffhanger by any chance? Usually we do. Brandon, Some, did, you, did you check somebody had a Somebody had a cliffhanger. I thought you guys had a cliffhanger. Mm. 
Fuck. I forgot. I want to know if you ever reached out to um who 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 said that you were nasally and cute or Oh man, I forgot to do you? that. See, that's why I I said I was I even said at one point that I was never going to do cliffhangers cuz I can't remember from one minute to the next. Well, guess no, what? I I never reached out. No, dude, you did it perfectly because it's never the it's never the show it's every other show. So we discussed that on the last show. So if you happen to have it now, that would have been too soon. You would have broken precedent. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to think we're all a little nasally and all a little cute. I think so, too. But just for the sake of cliffhangers, I was hoping that uh, we, we could we could see what they say. Yeah. <laughs> was that Gonzo? <laughs> that was me being as nasally as I possibly could have been. <laughs> Did you reach out to Kevin Smith? Are we going to get this green, uh, this real doll thing green lit? I'm going to green light everything tonight. Oh, yes. you're supposed like... to reach out to Kevin. He's a Canadian now. No, no, no. But you you work like two feet down from the store. Live right right down the comics, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, fifteen minutes away. Comic book lane, whatever. The secret stash. No shit, really. You live that close? Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, yeah. You said, yeah, you said, you said that on the show. Yeah. yeah, I did. Wow. Yeah, I did. I guess I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Let's talk about spoilers. We um, this was unplanned, but Jason Lloyd put up a thing on our on our uh, on our group page, which you guys should join. By the way, you know, Exploding Heads Horror Podcast. It's the only one on Facebook, so get on that shit. Oh, I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> I think I just joined. I hope. Yeah, I hope. Shit. There's 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 four members us three and Jason White. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the poll sucked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we, we just gave our answers and we're gonna yeah. use that to the yeah we're deciding what's on the show, not the listeners. No. Yeah, way to go, Jason, taking liberties with our show. <laughs> just just kidding, Mister Lloyd. Please don't ban us, Mister Lloyd. Please don't ban us, Mister Lloyd. I don't even know if that's hilarious, <laughs> Mister Lloyd. It is. Knowing Jason, it's definitely hilarious. It was a great question, too. Great poll. Yeah, yeah. And the bottom line is, it seems that nobody gives a fuck about spoilers as long as we give our warnings, which we've been doing. You got Uh, it. Yeah. yeah. Right? So we're going to continue. That was the general consensus. So we're just going to continue doing what we're doing. If we want to spoil the first movie, we're just going to do it. In the second movie, we'll give warnings. You know? We don't always have to spoil the first movie. If you could do a good review without, you know, getting in anything serious, then then you don't. Then why bother? So, yeah, but I think the, this movie's been around since '68, <laughs> so it predates all of us, and it's a classic. And I think uh, if you haven't seen it, then just watch it. But I mean, ultimately, you've probably heard a lot about it. Yeah, I feel like if you're listening to horror podcasts and you haven't seen Rosemary's Baby, like you should be hurt. Yeah. Uh, 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 hold on, there might be new listeners here. I mean, not hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you should be given head. Yeah. By by Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> if you like cute nasally. Yeah. <laughs> Am I doing this okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, when it comes to giving head, I'm top of the mops. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jizz mops. <laughs> oh. oh man, and there it is. The Here first jizz reference of the night. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think it's always me. <laughs> it's just a matter of time before my vision just completely 
before nature takes over and we're just the, the fucking disgusting selves that we truly are. And... <laughs> no, we'll hold back for <laughs> you know till episode ten. <laughs> I'm extremely censored. I'm telling you, I'm holding back. We all are. Believe yeah. me. Anyone that's listened to my shit knows, and yeah. Christians too. You, you know, uh, you're not on the air enough. Man, I'm the wild card. Oh my god. That's right. You are the wild. Card. <laughs> what am I gonna do next? Oh, look, I'm over here now. I'm over here now. You can't see me. <laughs> the wild card. <laughs> oh fuck. So yeah. Uh, so we're gonna continue doing what we're doing, as far as that's concerned. And thanks to anybody that placed votes on our page. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, have a, and we'll have a giveaway soon. Maybe I'll. I have extra movies and stuff. Maybe I'll. We'll throw something together for like the next show or something. There you go. There you go. And nice. I think we should do a listener's, um, a listener's choice for episode thirteen. Yes. Just because it's thirteen, and it's you know we kind of like that number. And Brandon's been toying with that idea of a, of a listener's choice since we started. So. Oh yeah, I like that idea. What do you think? A multiple choice where they get to choose from, or just out of I, the blue? I don't know. Maybe just out of the blue. Maybe we'll just put some. I, I kind of like out of the blue. I don't even want to suggest anything. Yeah. I think that could be fun. Yeah, like that, the top that's two the way to movies do it. picked yeah. or something. Yeah, or I could do it. Movies, you know, or whatever. maybe maybe we'll take suggestions and then we'll put a poll up at the end based on all the big suggestions. Which, which yeah. should we do? And the top two votes. Do we want to post years, like for movie one, movie two, and give like a ten to twenty, or just leave it totally? Woo. <laughs> that means up in the air for. <laughs> <laughs> I like totally woo yeah. <laughs> myself. All right. Totally woo it is. It's kind of crazy, you know? And we'll see how it works. If it sucks, then next time we'll be a little more, um, you know, we'll, we'll make stricter rules. But I think we should just go balls to the wall with this and see what happens. Yeah. You know? Brandon's in. Brandon's in. I'm in. I'm sorry. If I sound a little tired, I'm a little high on Tannis root right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, a little fucking tannis. Okay, well, let's get on this because um, how did this movie get by everybody? The other side of the door. Yeah, I, I saw your post. I had you never heard why? of that before either. Right. No. So then I looked it up the second after I read your post on Facebook, and it's out in the theaters, and, and yeah, never heard of it. Right. Which is never Man, a good thing, right? I, I've actually heard of it, but oh. I don't think I was excited for it, so I think I just shunned it. It just seems like nobody heard of it. I mean, you did, but I mean, it's just, I put the post up and people were replying saying... You know me, I'm kind of a big deal. I get I get access <laughs> to these trailers before before they're even made available to the public. Oh, sure. You're reading fucking spoilers and everything before yeah. you even go to the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Did you read a spoiler for The Witch? I did not. Good man. Okay. Although I saw all the posts about Black Phillip, but... Even though I said that, I'm kind of I'm not going to refer to him as that for the rest of the show. No, I don't think it's I don't think it's right. We're going to call him BP. No, African American Philip. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming, and it was still <laughs> <That> was <laughs> brilliant. It was it. awesome. No, it was it was delivered beautifully. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Oh, Black Philip Framelane. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay, so where the hell am I? Uh, okay, we put up some things. We asked for some contributions. People started weighing in on which movies, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not embarrassed to say it, but there are more witch movies than I thought there were. 
like there's a lot i'll i'll admit i'm not in but not by far an expert on which movies and there's a lot of films i haven't seen yeah. i would say it's only been in the last couple of years that i've personally started to enjoy these slow atmospheric witch type movies because they tend to be slow burn films that's true that's true and uh i dig it i gotta tell you I'm oh not- yeah no i'm i you know not gonna give anything away but i definitely am loving me some witch films <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotta must, love be, them with- must be the season of the Vitch. <laughs> the VVH. The VVH. <laughs> okay, so listen, back to the witches. Here we go. We ask people for questions and mentions of your favorite witch movies, and we don't have time to go. We got a lot. We don't have time to go through every person and everything they said, but I was just looking at some of them, and, you know, uh, there's just things I never heard of. People are talking about the craft, obviously. We know about that. Um, Craig over here says Suspiria, Black Sunday, Demon, Devon's Volterra, uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, The Wicker Man. I always forget that that's witches. Spoiler alert, you know. But you just about a guy who makes baskets. That's about a guy who makes baskets. No, I'm wrong. <laughs> Did you see the remake? The bees. The bees. The, the fucking bees. <laughs> no, I didn't see the remake, but I love the original. What the fuck? Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of people weighed in. A lot of different things. That I, I, there's so much that I can't get. I should have been a little specific and said maybe what's your top three like we did for the last show. But it didn't work out that way. So a lot of people came in and weighed in, and we thank everybody. Midnight Offerings is a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, that one I saw someone post. And I didn't. I never heard of that, but yeah. now I want to find that. Adam Dyson put it in there. 81. Yeah. Fucking AD. Offerings. The Dyson. AD. Hey. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I love your vacuum. The bog man. <laughs> I love your vacuum. <laughs> oh fuck. So so there there was a lot. A lot of people mentioned that other movie, um, Witch Witchfinder General. Oh, the Vincent Price film. Yeah, it, it sounds like a fucking soap opera to me. <laughs> Doesn't it? Witchfinder General, like a fucking continuing saga. Witch, Witchfinder General <laughs> Hospital, you mean? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm thinking that. Witchfinder. It should have been. <laughs> You're a roll which, tonight. Right? Which fight hey. is general a hospital? <laughs> you figured out why I thought it was a soap. You're right. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. By cool. adding an additional word to it, <laughs> that was a soap opera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that should be a before and after on Wheel of Fortune. Yes, exactly. Which find a general hospital? <laughs> I'd like to solve? <laughs> So yeah, lots of movies, you know, I just we just don't have the time to get into all of them, but there was a hell of a lot. We just decided to, I'm going to focus more on the questions that came in for us. Aren't you guys glad that Dave asked you to post and now we're not even going <laughs> to mention anything you posted about? We'd be here all night. I know, man. We would. I should have been more specific, you know? should have. But, you know, people still like to talk about their favorites on the page, that's okay. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But you know what, let me see, let me get to a question. Because I, I I know that out of like 48 things, there's like three or four questions in that first thread. The second one was just questions. But uh, let's see. Willis Wheeler, my man, wants to know, when will we have a good old horror monster movie at theaters? When? A good old horror monster? Like what? Like Godzilla that came out last year? <laughs> or guess. like... I don't know. He said good. 
Well, that's, that's, that's arguable. I actually really enjoyed Godzilla. Uh, but then I went back a second time and realized that it was a one watch. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't one- deserve the DayZ second view. <laughs> I liked it until Godzilla showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Which wasn't all that much. I, yeah, no, I actually liked the beginning of the movie. I do too. That, that sad show with the guy's wife being locked in there. Yeah, with um, what's his name? With um, yeah, um, um what's his name? Eisenberg. I can't remember. Yes, Brian, Brian Cranston. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I I think the new monster movies are like the Cloverfield movie that uh, Dave. I can't believe you do not want to see this, and you and you went to town on it like two one or two shows ago. This that trailer I've watched like four awesome. or five times. It gives me goosebumps. Each and every, it's one of the best made teaser trailers I think I've seen, and I'm not. That's not hyperbole. I love that trailer. Okay, well, see, I don't watch trailers, so there you go. It's a great trailer because oh, sometimes I'm thinking show... it might not even be a Cloverfield movie, which yeah. would be the ultimate twist. You that's know what, what it is. That's what I'm. That's what I said it was the whole time. Yeah. It's not even. It's gonna be a fucking. They're gonna sweep up the rug from under us and fucking you know, get screwed. You know what? Whatever it is, it looks awesome and it's got John Goodman, so I'm yeah. sold. It just looks like a thriller with a guy trapping people in his basement because of lies. That's what it looks like to me. I don't know. Watch the teaser. It's not going to give anything away. It does. This, this one does not give anything away. Maybe I will. In other words, Uh-oh. you're telling me I'm wrong? What I said right now, I no, might no. be wrong. No, no, no. Like you, you, You've summed it up, but you've summed it up very negatively. Whereas the, tra- the teaser actually makes it very intriguing, and I want to know more about everything about that. Okay. Are they related? Are they not related? Are they, you know? It, it yeah, looks... it's his daughter. Yeah, it's his daughter. I can tell already. I haven't even watched the fucking thing. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> maybe, right? Maybe I'm wrong. Did I you mean the movies related or the characters related? <laughs> I meant the characters. I know you meant the characters, Christian. Did you mean the movie? <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> I think you said you want to see if it's related. Are they related? Oh, are they? Like the movie. You meant the movies, right? <laughs> Do you mean Cloverfield? To, to, to I think one? you meant Cloverfield to Ten mean... Cloverfield Lane, and then you meant yeah, it's his daughter. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are they? Were you talking the movie? I was talking whether the characters were related, but I probably. Oh, I, you were. Sometimes, okay. Sometimes my mouth goes faster than my brain. No, so maybe no. I, then I, I was completely <laughs> misunderstanding. I'm like, what are these guys talking about? I caught your vibe, man. Okay. I'm Ooh. okay. I know Shut what up. I'm doing around here. Shut up for the rest of the show. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the show. <laughs> you got your four good jokes in? <laughs> yeah, I got my, my cheap jokes in. Yeah, just put out a few sound bites now and again. And <laughs> <laughs> call it a night. <laughs> so, yeah. Good old horror monsters. Um, I don't know. It's a hard question to answer, isn't it? It may never happen again. In the theater. In the theater. Creature of the Black Lagoon? Like, what, like I, 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 Wolfman? Like a new horror monster coming to the theaters, I think is what he means. I don't think that. No, no, no. Not, not Creature from the Black Lagoon. Creature from the African-American Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> I stole a joke. That was oh, a joke. man. It was a cheap I'm joke. very politically incorrect. I stole it. I'm sorry, Brandon. I'm just yeah. okay. No, that was a good callback. <laughs> yeah, I had forgotten I used that one. Oh shit! But yeah, I, I wish I knew more. Willis, let us know. No, I think I think it just means like a new a new monster move, a new monster, a new monster, like a new monster that braces the big screen, like a monster monster, like a Godzilla, or could it be like a fucking a new vampire? It could be Anything. no. I think maybe more like a creature, a creature feature. Yeah. Why don't we make this movie as well? We've already. <laughs> 
We're just going to keep writing movies, and, uh, and this one will be called New Monster. <laughs> there were, I mean, because there were a couple of good creature features last year, but they weren't in the theaters. So that's it. That I think that's what he's saying. A new creature feature, a new guy, not a remake of a Godzilla. A yeah. new creature in the theater. You're right. That's a point. There has not been one. When was the last time we saw one? It was fucking Cloverfield, right? Honestly, yeah. What else is there? I mean, there hasn't been creature Super features. Super Eight, maybe. That's just aliens, right? Yeah. Which is okay. I just. You're right that that we need a call. He's right, Willis. You're right on that. We, there should be a new creature feature at theaters. It's just like people are too busy doing other things. Apparently, evidently, this Willis knows what he's talking about. He does. Okay, Willis. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Brandon. Does. You should have delivered that one. <laughs> I was going to, but I already used it. I get yelled at for recycling jokes. <laughs> I'll tell Willis. I don't. <laughs> Willis, here's my idea. It's going right to you. Next. Next year, pull out a fucking superhero movie and replace it with a monster movie. How's that? That's what I say. Make one less superhero movie next year and make a monster movie instead. That's my solution. So, And I say that for reasons, because Willis loves superheroes. So, there you go. Write maybe your congressman. Maybe they'll release Rosemary's Baby versus the VV Itch. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Crossovers? That's, that's a battle. Hmm. Babies versus VV itches. Interesting. Well, we can't do a Terradome battle. That was my old show. We used to do things like that. But, sorry guys. Alright, next question. Jerry Allen, do you think The Witch will have a sequel? Do you think it should wait? Or, pardon me, do you think it should or want one? Hmm. A sequel to The Witch. I could honestly say that I don't think it will have a sequel. I agree. I don't think it needs a sequel, personally. I like uh, I like what this director has to offer, and I think he'll just move on to other projects. I agree again. I don't think they can do it. I think that the this is a once... Uh, I don't think they could do what they did again. I don't want to spoil, because we're not even close to getting to the the review yet, but yeah. I think what they did is kind of like a one-time thing. Maybe, I guess they can go the prequel. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe a spinoff. Maybe the further adventures of Black Phillip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wes oh is bleeding heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the director said no sequel. That's what Jason Lloyd said. Is that the same Jason Lloyd who's, who's now posting uh, polls for our show? Same one. Same guy. The, yep. the Mr. Lloyd? The. Yep. The Mr. Lloyd. Yep. Yeah, so... But then again, Jerry came back as a director's changing their mind, especially when there's money. And that's true. That is true. So, yeah. I, I, you know what? I just don't think... I don't. I, I like everything as it is. I don't need anything else. I don't know. Christian, what do you say? I, I can't say too much because it's just going to get into what I think about for, of the movie as well, okay. but... I'll just end it with, uh, no, I don't think it deserves, it needs a sequel. Oh, you said deserves. <laughs> it was okay. Slip. Well, <laughs> well, deserves, but I could very much like you the do. movie. And what a you tell, right you tell Philip. Yeah. All right, all right, let's not even talk about it, damn it. <laughs> not yet, anyway. Okay, Alex Aronson says, Amityville in the Conjuring opening. Hmm. Yeah, have you heard about this? 
that the conjuring something leaked and they showed the opening of the conjuring two and supposedly Amityville's in there somehow. Has anybody seen this or no? No. I no. can't believe Brandon hasn't. Wow. Wow. Wait, what? They they leaked what? It, it wasn't. No? It wasn't an intentional leak. No, it's like one of those teaser things where you see the first couple minutes, or maybe it wasn't even that. Maybe it was just an article that came out saying that Amityville is somehow in. I just saw it in passing, but you know me, I don't want to see anything. Yeah. And I heard that there's references to Amityville, or I don't know if the house is there, but there's something. There's something about Amityville in the opening of Conjuring 2. Because if you remember, when Conjuring 1 ended, they were referencing going to Long Island or something. That It, it was a, you know, when they left it off, it was like, okay, well, hey, the next movie's going to be Amityville. But then when this other one came out, it's called The Enfield Poltergeist, and it takes place in the UK, I believe, so... I guess they just kind of acknowledge it in the new movie. Okay, cool. Are they? Is it still subtitled that? I thought it was just called The Conjuring 2 now. Oh, I don't know. You know what? When I went to see The Witch tonight, it was um, the trailer came up, but of course I didn't look, so I don't know. <laughs> that, I, I told get you a that trailer, trailer for that. That trailer, we did. Yeah, that trailer is uh, another one that's really well done. It, it does show a couple of sequences, but they, it's really quick. And, uh, and I don't know, it looks... I like, you know, I'm a sucker for that. He won me over with uh, the first one, so I'm going to be there for opening night for the second. Oh, I'm with you. I dig it. I dig the first one. But I will say this. The Conjuring trailer for the original movie was the movie that was the trailer that made me decide I'm not watching trailers anymore. Because they showed some things in there, some jump scares that would have worked better in the theater the first time I saw it. And I was like, eh. they did that clap thing. Remember when the girl... The yeah. yeah, yeah, the clapper. Clap on. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That old lady. That old, old lady, lady is still kicking around. <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it, the way it ends? Fucking, she's immediately... She, like that. Her, her like, second clap, her hands stay together so yeah. her face can rest on her hand and she can go to bed. It's yeah. perfect. <laughs> My dad used to love that. He's like, that lady looks like she died. Right. <laughs> Clapping her clap <laughs> to turn off the damn light. The fucking clapper. Oh, that was classic. So yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that clap game that they were playing in the fucking Conjuring. I don't like that they gave that away in the trailer. It was it would have been a good jump scare, and instead it didn't do anything for me when I saw it. So I'm like, well, that was when I decided, fuck you, trailers. I'm out, no more. So that's that. So I didn't watch it. The Wiz. Wow, yeah, there was a witch in the Wiz, huh? <laughs> the Wiz. Good old Cody. Yeah. Uh, the Cody Black Robinson. Wizard of Oz? Oh, boy. Again with that word? Oh, yes. The Af- <laughs> yeah. Hey, in Canada, in Canada, they're not African. They don't like to be called African-Americans. Because well, they're good. They're African-Canadians. No, 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 no. You, can't, you say African-Canadian, you're getting your fucking ass kicked. <laughs> you're just a hop, like skip, Native and a American. jump from black again. Right? I know. It's just yeah. like Native Americans. Like, you know, I have friends that are Native Americans, but they're from Canada. And I never asked him. I'm like, what do you call yourself from Canada? Do you call yourself a native Canadian? Or no, they, you no, they like home, it's Redskins, like we call them up here. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's Canada. You never know. Here comes the hatchet, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah, uh, you know, First Nation. First Nation. Native I gotta Canadian. be honest. This conversation, I have reservations about it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, shit. Uh, it's one of those shows. <laughs> yeah. We should be selling t- tickets to this show or, yeah. or scalping them. 
Oh, oh brilliant. <laughs> Scalping them. It's just right there. So stand-up routine right here. <laughs> yeah, right? Damn. Okay, uh, we got more questions. Now let me get to that other page. Not the other page, pardon me. That other thread where it's just... Uh, whatchamacallit, just straight-up questions coming in, and not witch movies, because we had so many witch movies, and thanks, thanks for submitting them. We just, the last show went so long that we decided that this show was going to be, you know, a tad bit shorter. It's over. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, good night. Derek B. in the house. What type of poster cover art attracts you, pardon me, attracts your guys' interest, and what are some of your favorites? Well, wait, is Derek, first off, awake? Is he awake? Yeah. Yeah, he remember he fell asleep during the Skype session. Derek, are you awake? Are you yeah, even awake yeah. to hear the answer? <laughs> he's, no, he's, he's trying to stay awake just to hear his question answered. <laughs> yeah. So we kept him up all that time with our bullshit for 15 minutes. I signed out of that conversation probably a, a couple of hours before he fell asleep. I wish I had stayed now. <laughs> yeah, one Skype addict to another. You're right. He he might be more addicted than Brandon even. He fell asleep doing it. That's like a junkie waking up with a needle in his arm. <laughs> yeah, he woke up with a mic in his ass. <laughs> What's this pop filter doing in my ass? <laughs> this pop sock filter. <laughs> woke up with a sock filter in his ass. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he bougie. Fuck you want to know the poster art? I'll tell you the ones that intrigued me as a kid. Maniac. It, it scared the shit out of me. That poster alone freaked me out. That was his question, right? Like, what poster yeah, to track? What kind do you like and what are some of your favorites? Yeah. So that, that's one of your favorites. That, that it, just re- it, it just registered and freaked me out at a young age. I just remember always being freaked out by that poster. Bottom line for me is the 80s style. Anything that was going on in the 80s or the 70s. When VHS was big back in those days. It seems like VHS... They had a lot of those animated ones. Or, or yeah, the bus, I like those. Right? Yeah, yeah. well, not, not like the when it went into the Scream generation when every movie that came out Fuck you. just did photos. And it was like, it would, someone posted it, actually. It's actually pretty funny. You can find it online there where it's like every horror movie in the 90s. And it was literally just a lineup of WB or, you know, good-looking kids, like, uh, you know, subjectively good-looking, uh, <laughs> lined up for a poster shot, uh, a photo shoot, and then just... Their face posted on the picture. That's it. It sucked. But, yeah, it sucked. There was nothing creative about it at all. Just, you know, different kind of filter, and that was it. But the 80s, man, oh. 80s awesome. were key. Bottom line. And it's. I know it sounds weird to say, but they're animated covers, a lot of them. But the Maniac one, that's animation. It's not a fucking real picture. It's art, It's artwork that somebody did. You know, The Thing. The Thing remake from John Carpenter. I oh, just, that's cool. I used to, I just loved, like, I mean, again, you were intrigued. Fright yeah. Night. Fright yeah. Night again, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I love Brandon, Fright, Night. Up. Yep. Fright Night is too familiar, is too much like the one for Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. That's, I, I always yeah. got them, not confused because they knew Part what they two. were. Part 2, Return of the Living Dead 2. Yes. Yeah, ripped, yeah. ripped it off, yeah. Which one ripped off which? Well, Return of the Living Dead 2 came out uh, after Fright yeah, Night. After yeah. Fright Night? Okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I, 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 am... I was always freaked out by Carrie and Jaws. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that. You mentioned uh, Carrie with the vivid, the reds, and I think it had like the larger box. Yeah, the big giant boxes. Those always Jaws freaked me out too. I don't know why. 
Jaws. Wow, Jaws. Jaws that scared me when I was. Yeah, that poster. That that. It was just a poster. girl swimming. The girl oh, yeah, swimming. Yeah, yeah, with yeah the but the shark yeah. is so huge. I'm very terrified of that. Huge <laughs> sharks eating small women. Freaks me out. <laughs> what about small men? Small men eating large sharks. <laughs> what about <laughs> sharks eating little people? <laughs> Does that terrify you too? No, nah, that's just an appetizer. Sharknado four. What if a? Oh, <laughs> oh hell no. What about a, a, a little person that's a woman? A little woman, like Bridget the Midget or something. Bridget the Midget? Is that a real person? Yeah, she was a porn star in like the 90s. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never saw it. No, well, I didn't either. I just like saw the picture. And sure. Like, sure. <laughs> sure. Oh, you, Bridget the Midget. I've never heard of her before in my life. But, like Bridget the Midget. She's been in about 50 movies, you know. Well, come on. You should know. <laughs> Christian, you should know that in Canada... They used to always have porn stars playing fucking in, in Clifton Hill at those trip joints. Fucking Lundy's Lane and all yeah, that Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, he's dropping a lot of knowledge for somebody who doesn't know. <laughs> That's trip joints, though, because we you got to keep it in we mind. We went full nude. In, we go full nude in Canada. Whereas you guys, like, you guys, is it still just topless there? Yes, it's still just topless. I want a place that's just bottomless. <laughs> so do I, man. They're wearing they're wearing like turtlenecks and there is nothing. A, Brandon, there is a place in Toronto. It's called Woody's. You'll love it. It's it's yeah. great. You'll you'll really enjoy it. Definitely. Sounds like my kind of place. Yeah, that's where you should go. No doubt. It's making my mouth water thinking. <laughs> He's getting a fucking Woody. <laughs> yeah. Either that or the Blue Oyster. Uh, one of those. No doubt. So yeah, remember Lundy's Lanes? Check it out though. This is why, Brandon, because when we were kids, you know, everything here in the States is 21, but just fucking 45 minute drive, you, all, you, all you have to do is be 19, you can go to strip club. So it was kind of like a rite of passage that when a, 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 you know, a guy turned 19, we would go to a strip club that night. You know what I mean? It's, it's fucking two yeah. years younger. People couldn't wait. So, you know, it's forbidden. You can't do it here in the States. So we drive over the border, go to Canada, and there's a whole bunch of strip joints. There's pure platinum. There's fucking sundowners. There was all, and they used to advertise mints. them. Mints. Yeah, definitely. Minties? Uh, yes. Brandon, you'd like peppermints, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Brandon. I know, you don't even know what we're talking it was about. Who's popping bubble wrap or something? Like, it sounds like someone's like crackling and popping <laughs> bubble wrap in the background. Dave's putting on his diaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have shit in the diaper. I'm on like, no, no breaks tonight. <laughs> I shit where I sit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Have we even answered any questions? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I feel like even the you re- read the questions and then we've just not answered anything. <laughs> Keep those questions coming. Hey, I gave I gave a couple of examples. Coming. We're looking forward to not answering your oh, questions. Cover art, cover art. We all Co- did. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Always like to look at that cover art with Leatherface in the front and those eyes on the top for some reason from the mask, and it's animated. That's that's the bottom line is that they had a bunch of cool-ass animated things in the 80s. I don't know what scared me. I don't recall being scared by a box cover. I was always just into it right from the start. No, that's cool. That's more of Derek's question anyway. I just started talking about ones that scared me for some reason. Hey, well, you're, you're, you're a scary kind of guy. You know, yeah. shit scares you. That's okay. I mean... <laughs> Pansy. <laughs> but VHS covers that's the bottom line there, there was yeah. so many cool ones back then and it's like a lost art no pun intended because a lot of it's artwork you know but I remember like Blood Sisters for some reason and just like oh. random fucking do you remember that shit? 
Yeah, horrible, horrible movie. Yeah, bad movie, but uh, The Mutilator, that's animated, you know, with the fucking four girls or the three girls in that hotel. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. popping yeah. up. Uh, a lot of people uh, I, I see have been posting that. They either Arrow. Got, yeah. Yeah, I actually bought it. Did you? Yeah. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. Mine won't come for a couple more months, though, because I did it in, like, a group order, and I have to wait till like, the latest release, which is the end of May. <laughs> it's so bad, it's good. That's my opinion. Yeah. On the mutilator. I was actually I, a big fan. Sorry, uh, go ahead, David. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, I wasn't saying anything. I was just saying it was a cool. It's so bad, it's good. That's it. That's all I got. Well, where were you going? Well, I said we're all fans. Like, I mean, that's why people take pictures in front of their collections and whatnot. But I, you know, we all love those cover arts, and some of them are just, you know, when something like Alien, for instance, Alien was simple, but. You know, it could be effective and it could be simple, but then I like things like street trash or something like that, where the, you yes. know, there's someone going, you know, that guy that's trying to flush the toilet, he's getting pulled. It was just animated. It was beautiful. Oh, yes. Street trash is a great one. Oh, man. How about cheerleader camp? Well, that's we were cool. talking about that the other day, too. Or you're, you brought that up the other show, like last show, I think. Bloody pom poms. Yeah. yeah. With that cover. Chopping mall. That was another one. Chopping mall. Yeah. Ch- the- Changeling. Chain, oh yeah, that, that that fucking that, that wheelchair. Creepy, yeah, that creepy wheelchair. Canadian yeah. horror. I always, I love how you guys bring up Canadian horror movies all the time. Well, I'll, visiting I'll hours. I'm not even saying the movie's that great. Oh yeah, visiting hours. That was an iconic horror video cover yes. with the with the hospital with the skeleton lights. Great idea. Yes, yep. yes, totally. The lights making the skull. The skull. Oh, beautiful curtains. Curtains. Another, oh, hey, yeah. three Canadian movies in a row. It is Canadian. I knew he was going to say yeah. it. No shit. Yep. Did you guys ever notice that those things are supposed to be like vagina lips? Oh, I the didn't fuck? notice that. The curtains covered. I was wondering why I was licking the cover very, off very the loose. other day. <laughs> <laughs> it was a scratch Jesus. and sniff. <laughs> he was licking the box. Literally. Scratch and sniff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I didn't order a filet of fish. What's going on here? <laughs> Man, I'm looking walk at Jaws' walk. poster right now. Jaws is. That's freaky. Yeah. Oh, man, that ter- that terrified me as a kid. Night of the Creeps, that's a good one. Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps is a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Just, it's got every, uh, uh, something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Totally. Even Monster Squad will give, you know, Fred Drucker, uh, the other, his other Monster Squad was great too, the cover art and the movie. Never paid it any attention in the 80s, the movie or the cover art. Too kidsy for you? Too cutesy? Yep, that's just what I figured. And And I wasn't into Dracula and shit like that. So Oof. I just really I, just, I was really into slashers and, and devil shit and ghosts, but I was never like, oh, I want to see Frankenstein and Dracula. I just just didn't do it for me at that time. You know, it's just the way it is. Fright Night was a badass cover, though. Man, I love cover. zombie zombie freaked me out as a kid. Yeah, that's a fucking grotesque looking thing. Yeah. Oh, Man. and you mentioned the sequel because you said it, uh, you confused it with Fright Night, but just the original Return of the Living Dead was a bad ass fucking piece of art with the, the punk mm-hmm. rock zombies it's phenomenal yeah man we could talk about this we could do a whole show on this i know we really could yeah <laughs> i mean totally scanners was kind of a scary cover i thought yeah. the guy's fucking shaking you know what i'm talking about that it's that guy and yeah just shit like yeah. that always bothered me with someone i know what you're talking yeah, he's shaking about. he had a case of the vv itches <laughs> <laughs> but really to sum it up it's like what i started with a lot of it's animated. Those were the best ones. They were drawn. They were artwork. They were not just a picture. Like nowadays, you I don't know. It's just they should go back to that. 
it's just and people want it obviously that's why when Scream Factory put shit out they give you the retro cover as another option and, and they give the new artwork you know and I don't know about you guys but I always flip it over and put on the retro cover it's fucking I think it's the way it should be happy birthday to me that's a good one yeah mm-hmm. yeah except for the re-release the DVD re-release which was just fucking abysmal art Abysmal. Yes. Happy birthday to me. The original is fucking another one, just like the yeah. just like Maniac with that freaking shish kebab and mm-hmm. that guy's reaction. And it going in would always I'd be like, I gotta see this fucking movie. I gotta see this movie. And it was freaked me out as a kid. But then they released it with this girl holding a cake and a knife in the cake or whatever like that. And she just look it, the character. It doesn't even look like anybody in the movie. This is Happy Birthday to Me. It was a DVD re-release where they changed all the music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That sucks. Horrible. Jeez. I remember Microwave Massacre for some reason, because the first movies I ever rented, <laughs> I'll never forget it. I got my card after seeing Friday the 13th Part 3. Got my card. You know, became a fan. My mother went there, my father, and they, we got a card for Video Factory, and they said, he can rent rated our horror movies. I was like, yes! So, I remember the first two movies, because they're on the new release shelf, were Microwave Massacre and Nailgun Massacre. Those are the first two movies I ever I ever rented. And I don't know if you guys remember the, the Microwave Massacre with the fucking woman looking, it's, you know, drawn. And, and there's a head in a microwave and it's like steaming and shit and the eyes are like glowing. But, <laughs> I, vaguely, I could look it up, but I, yeah, I, I've never seen, I ever seen the movie, but I, it, I remember the name and so I'm, I, and the art sounds familiar, but I never saw the film. Remember Midnight Video? At the top, you would see that skeleton yeah. on like a yeah. top hat. Yeah, it was one of those. It was fucking cool. Remember those big clamshell containers they had? They were bigger than the other ones. Remember that? Like you had regular VHSs, then you had those real yeah. big ones. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Like normally yeah. they were like things like Blood Cult or Blood Frenzy, and those are the ones that were in those large ones. But I think uh, Brandon said it. I think even Carrie had like an enlarged video cover. I think so. Warner Brothers, I think, had a lot of them, and it might have been a Warner Brothers. Wow. Yeah, man. Those are the days. We, you're right. We, we better stop because we could just go on and on with that shit. There were so many. Man. There are so okay. Many. So totally. Many totally. Hell, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Reanimator. There, we could, I could go on. I just, there's too many really super cool covers. Did you ever notice that Nightmare on Elm Street, none of them make sense, the covers? The, the, none of the characters that are on the covers are in the movie? It's really weird. Well, the first one, it's kind of Nancy. It doesn't really look all that much like Nancy. Part 2 made no sense at all. In Part 3, if you look at the Dream Warriors on Freddy's glove, n- none of the characters in the movie look are, are, are those characters. Maybe it's, it's the same weird. guy that did uh, Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was with that mask? Why? Why that mask? What the fuck? Take a I, drink. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it's speaking honestly, Friday the 13th Part 1, that, that was an amazing... I mean, I had the poster in my room. Of, Another now. iconic... <gasps> I, you know, it's awesome. Part 2 is such a cop-out, like, unless you get that one... I know. With the, the I don't know if it was a fan-made or if it was really the art. Where it's Jason, a fan-made. The, the Jason popping out, it's fan-made, eh? Yeah. That's unfortunate, because that one is great. But, yeah, because they really chinsed out on... It's literally just a title. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad because the first one was iconic. It was awesome. The artwork inside the body there. And yeah. yeah, it was great. Okay, uh, Mike Merriman. Dave. I don't know why he's asking me, but okay, all of us. <laughs> Heads. Headites. Um, are you going to be checking out the Damien Omen TV show on Monday? 
Well, yeah, I definitely am. I love that fucking series. Well, at least one, two, and three. And I'm pretty excited about it. Matter of fact, I'm going to, as soon as we finish here tonight, I'm going to set my DVR. I'll check it out. Yeah. Brandon, yeah. what do you think? Uh, the previews didn't really do much for me. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I got too many shows as it is that I watch. I watch a lot of television shows. I know. I only watch horror shows for the most part. I watch horror and non-horror. So, mm. like, honestly, yeah. I don't really want to take on any new shows. But if it's good, and I'll wait for the consensus. I got to try it. If it's good, I'll, I'll definitely check it out at some point. I got to try it because it's more hit than miss with TV shows nowadays. So, and I'm yeah. into that character. I'm into the whole Damien thing. I'm interested to see what they would do. Because I guess it takes place after one. Yeah, see, I'd rather catch up on uh, on Bates Motel. Yeah, oh, I'm I all caught you. up there. Oh, see, yeah. I'm, see, I'm, I'm not... a little bit behind, too. We just started season three. Yeah, see, oh. I'm I'm still on episode one. I haven't started yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little behind. It's a fantastic, I'm just, I'm, fantastic I'm a series. Behind. Yeah. Season three is the best. It just keeps getting better as it goes along, that show. Yeah, so. By the time this airs, season four will already have been kicked off, so hopefully uh, it's going good. Yeah, yeah, well, actually, yeah, it premieres right before Omen. Oh, does it? Yeah, they're back to back. Oh, what a night that's going to be. Bates Motel and Omen. And, uh, what's it called? Damien? Yeah. The show is called Damien. The show, I believe, is called Damien. Yeah, I think. Okay. So it's tomorrow night. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is tomorrow night. Awesome. I'm psyched. Okay, well, we'll, we'll have an update. It's a cliffhanger. We'll talk about what we thought about it. If we all get to watching it, that is. Okay. Rob Doyle, have any of you seen the new Slasher series? And if so, what'd you think? Personally, I thought, meh. That's what he wrote at first. But after sticking with the episode, thought it was pretty good, actually, and had to watch the second one straight after. Also looking forward to Damien. Okay. So Slasher, yeah, people have been mentioning this. It's Slasher, and it's on the Chiller channel or something. Yeah, it's on Chiller. Anybody hear anything? Or I haven't seen it. I actually, I want to see it. You know, I heard, I think it was him who also compared it to Harper's Island, which is another show that that I enjoyed up until the ending. So I don't know if it's if it's sort of just going to be like a one season and done. Hmm. I'm not even sure what the the format of the show really is, or the setup of the show, I should say. So, but I'll definitely look into it. Chiller. I don't even know if I had that channel. I guess if I have it, I'll, I'll record it and see what I think. Right? It's just weird. Slasher on Chiller it just sounds weird to me. <laughs> Slasher on you know, it doesn't grab me. It's not exciting. Ah, there's a new show called Slasher on Chiller. It just seems like I don't know. Just doesn't grab me. Yeah, when he said Slasher series, I'm like, oh, what are they showing? Slasher movies? Like. I didn't realize it was a show called Slasher. That would be cool, huh? A Slasher series, just fucking one after the other every yeah. night? That's, why can't we just have that? Why can't Chiller TV just be... Why can't they just have a month of fucking 80 Slashers and every night of the fucking month just put on a new Slasher? Well, they could do it. Just I don't know why they don't. That's, what I'm, that's my question. Why not? I, I just... I don't know. Can it really be hard to secure the rights to fucking some of these movies that nobody ever sees? Yes. Yeah. Apparently, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, next question. Jerry V. Are you guys fans of Fulci? If so, what are your favorite movies by him? Fulci? Never heard of him. <laughs> All right. Next. 
Oh. Well, yeah. I think we, we could all say we're fans. I, mm-hmm. I'll go first. I think my all-time favorite one of his is Cat in the Brain. And then it's, you know, House by the Cemetery and the Beyond. House by the Cemetery? Yeah. Not City of the Living Dead. I like City of the Living Dead, but I like House by the Cemetery better. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm always torn when I when I talk about the Gates of Hell trilogy between the Beyond and City of the Living Dead as my favorites. And then House by the Cemetery, you know, third. Hmm. So by no a- by no means gets a bad grade. They're all, you know, they're all I love Cat in the Brain. High- I loved it. Yeah, I, I like Cat in the Brain too. <laughs> and of course Zombie, you know, there's so many. What about New you York know- Ripper? New York Ripper's great. The only one I remember seeing that I didn't really like, but I've only seen it once or twice, so I honestly don't remember too well, is like uh, Manhattan Baby. Yeah, I I watched that way back. Like, and, way back. I yeah. Yeah, and um, what was it? Enigma? Is that the other one? Another one he did. Like, you look at look no, at the filmography. No, the other one that I didn't enjoy as much. Not, <laughs> the other not, one. Not, not the other one. Yeah, Enigma he did in, in 87. Um, I don't remember loving that one as much either. But of course, you know, Don't Torture a Duckling is great. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say The Beyond is, it, to me, is it's it's his fucking tentpole movie. That would be considered, I think most people call that his classic. Yeah, it really is. I, I and, think it, it's, and it's up, it is there. I like, I when I said those three movies, I think I keep them all in the same sort of high regard. Mm-hmm. I like the psychic. That was a good one too. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's a really good one. I like that. There's there's more I have to watch. For me, he I have issues with with um the plot sometimes with the I can't follow it, and that that kind of bothers me. But you know what? It's kind of odd because I watched House by the Cemetery a long time ago, before I was even watching anything our general except for Suspiria. So we're going back a ways. And I watched House by the Cemetery, and I couldn't make any fucking sense of it. <laughs> so, but that was a long time ago. I've since become accustomed to Italian cinema. So I think maybe now if I go back, I'll be able to, you know, see what the hell is going on. But that was my beef for years with Fulci. But recently, I, I rewatched City of the Living Dead. I've watched the Gatel trilogy recently and uh, really enjoyed them. Now, of course, I've seen The Beyond several times. I, I did, you, did you like Bob? Little Bob. Bob. Little Bob? Oh, <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> well, mommy. Mommy. <laughs> Ridiculous. I just, I don't know. Maybe. Hey, uh, mommy, it's Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about his Jallo so much, but maybe I have to watch more, too. So I, I, I'm not as versed with Fulci as I am, you know. Argeno, of course. I've seen every Argeno. But, yeah, i got to watch more. I just, for a long time I took, I, I wasn't into them because House of, the, of uh, House by the Cemetery initially turned me off. Love the gore, just plot-wise, I was like, eh. Well, he's you know. directed some shit, too, let's be honest. Most have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he handled all the zombie sequels, right? Did he? Or, or at least... It... No, Zombie 3, just the second one. Okay, so the, okay. the two that came. Okay. Oh, you didn't heard, do you didn't do the fourth one, eh? The I heard it wasn't was, bad. The fourth one sucks. I heard Zombie Three isn't bad. I've never seen it. I saw them all. I I like them. I mean, they're they're okay. Yeah, I gotta, beyond the first one's a classic. It's good. I like the first one. I've got to watch them. It's it's been a while. I have to revisit some Fulci. So, 
stay tuned. <laughs> I, I plan to do it. Maybe, maybe there's an idea. There's our first idea. Or what? Uh-oh. First idea. First. <laughs> Second, right? No, no. <laughs> maybe we'll do a full tree retrospective. Some nice. ordinaries. Maybe we'll do zombie because nobody ever does it. You only, only people. I only ever hear people doing Gate to Hell trilogy. That's Good, it. Let's let's do ones I own though. Okay. <laughs> zombie. Lizard uh, in a woman's skin. Okay. Just came out the the special edition one from okay. Mondo. All right, and one more. Uh, we have time. We got time. Uh, it's not going to be show ten. It's probably not going to be show fifteen. So we got time. Cat in the brain. There you go. Cat in the brain. So cat, lizard, zombie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Okay, next question. Derek B is back. What are your favorite types of gore, and what country do you think makes the best gore? Hmm. Interesting. Derek loves his gore. I love my gore, too. I'm not a gore whore. No? Oh, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm a fucking gore hound big. So you would watch, like, those, like... German splatter films like these, like over the top obscene zombie ninety films. extreme pestilence. Oh, hold on, it's got to look that good. Violent it's shit, not... one and two. Yeah, that the stuff that like looks real, almost like you're watching like a real snuff film. As no, long those as it looks... sucked. Yeah, you're right. I don't want to see. I want to see some substance. I want to see a movie that is gory and is good. Honestly, for me, a perfect movie is a slasher movie that's gory, straight up. It's, it's fucking simple. Yep, a hack and slash. Fucking teenagers getting killed and gore. And they look good, like the first Friday. You know what I mean? And, and whatever. Just, that's what I want. To me, yeah, Savini. I agree. Give me Savini shit all fucking day and night. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I guess the best country would probably be the States, honestly. I mean, maybe you could say Italy. Uh, but for me personally, because I'm not as versed, because it's like you said, I don't watch German Splatter. And I don't watch this. And I want to watch something where I'm. Um, into the plot, and it's not over the top. Like, Dead Alive, the only thing I like about Dead Alive is the fucking lawnmower scene. And then I don't care about the shit before. And when the zombie baby gets it, get the fuck out of here. It's just, <laughs> I don't need absurdity. I just, I don't. Uh, and I, I don't mean to sound like an asshole. I just want to see, it's just not my cup of tea, I guess, you know? Well, the French with high tension. I'm going to just call it high tension. Hot. Inside. Hot. Yeah, and, French. And murders. Mm-hmm. I mean... Oh, and uh, Frontiers, if you want to add that one into the mix, too. I mean, fuck. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. French are good. So, so are Japanese. You know? Yeah, the guinea pig series. Did you ever see any of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate it. I, I watched the first one. I thought it was so bad. That's yeah. the one, like, back in the day, Charlie Sheen, I think, uh, read it out thinking it was real. Y- yeah. <laughs> Didn't he turn it over to, like, the FBI or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a fucking douche. Did he really? I think he did, yeah. I, I mean, Christian's definitely not making up the story. Jeez. That's weird. So, New Zealand and America with Dead Alive and, uh, and every other American film? Hellraiser? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, Hellraiser. Yeah. Well, Hellraiser, I think, would be a British film. I guess it's co-produced, right? Right, yeah. Right. Pretty much. But still, I mean... When they let you show gore, it's great, and it's 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 anywhere. I mean, the states probably. If I had to just choose one, but Italy, you know, our generals had some good shit. Fulci's had some good shit. You know, I mean, fuck. Yeah, if it's secondary to you know trying to tell a good story, then I'm fine with it. But you see a lot of releases, especially today, that are like strictly just 
gore films, like with no substance whatsoever. Um, yeah, I don't want that. I, just yeah, show, you need, just you showcasing need some, special yeah. effects and stuff. Just showcasing, you know, practical effects. I like someone's say. demo reel almost. You need yeah, to have something. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's it, some of it, like some of just the cover art for some of these movies. I'm like, make me gag, but, but there's no substance to the film. That's good. That's what did have very good gore. Just had no story. Right. See, I don't want that. I want a fucking enjoyable slasher. It's usually a slasher. Just that's what I have. Not necessarily. I mean, City of the Living Dead and shit like that. That's not slasher. It's supernatural. I mean, I, yeah, that's fine. Just I, I just want to see good gore, and I want a story with it. I don't just want to watch gore for gore's sake, and I don't want to see over the top silly gore. I just want to see, you know, a good horror movie with good gore, and that's that's fine. Like like you know, good old fucking Savini. That's. I love his shit. I wish there were, I wish there were more like him. Can be. They fucking do great shit. I mean, even The Walking Dead. I'll, I'll credit that show. You know, when they when they have zombies up close, fucking <laughs> getting blasted in the way they look. That's great. Or Rick just walking around covered in blood. <laughs> yep. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Travis Jones doesn't have a question. Has a comment. Rob Zombie retrospective. Huh. I'm down. I like Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. I do too. I do too. And I would probably think that the th- the movies we should do are the the non Halloween ones. Ooh, yeah. You want to, what? You want to do Lords and the? Well, those are my two. Le- the, the, the the Halloween ones are my two least favorite. Hmm. Okay. I can, I, can... I like I like the first Halloween. I like the second Halloween. <laughs> I don't remember you're the second the only Halloween. Person, well, you're, well, put it this way: half the movie's a dream. The other half's the movie. I just now there's a lot going on. You gotta watch the uh, the what and do you call it? There's a edit. white horse. You gotta I watch the white again. horse. Watch the unedited fucking. Watch the director's cut. It's such so yeah. much better than the first one. It, there's a lot it's, of brutality in it. It, it. There's some good points in part gore, two. Gore, yes. See, there is gore and there's good shit and the character development from the first movie to the second is I, awesome. I agree with that. I agree with that. I just didn't like when when I think of Michael Myers, I think of him in the mask. And in part two, he's a hobo. I love it. It's reality. He would have a big beard and shit. I dig that. <laughs> I it's really like Rob do. Zombie. I think, it's like, I goes, it's Rob Zombie just <laughs> want to be in his own movie? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> right. That's a whole other show. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe we do the other three. Unless we wait until 31 comes out, then we include that. You know? Maybe that could be the catalyst for the show. Yes. Exactly. So yeah, I think eventually there's another idea. Can so. I use the word catalyst, Brandon? Is that is that okay? You can use it. I don't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can use it. Sure. Okay, Marnie. Oh, there she is. Okay. Marnie Maudsley. Yeah, Marnie wants to know, uh, the first thing is she wants to know, can she have a cookie? Yes. Yes. Yes, you may have a cookie. She can have two. Okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Exploding morsels. Yeah, I don't know why I said morsels. Isn't that um? Aren't morsels what you want to call it? Um, or, uh, what's that shit? Chocolate chips? Yeah. Between you and Dave, you guys are just between you and Christian, you guys are just making up words tonight. Morsels <laughs> and catalysts. <laughs> <laughs> that sums up episode eight. Morsels yeah. and catalysts. <laughs> that's what we're gonna call the show. <laughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, that's good. Okay, and now 
The second question, what is your favorite kill from the Nightmare on Elm Street series? What the fuck? That's that's tough. Yeah, that, um, that is very tough. I got to tell you, I'm, I think the first kill, the fucking... Nancy? Or, uh, 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 Tina. Tina. Tina, yeah. The whole sequence is just fucking incredible. With her on the ceiling and the four cuts at once and it's bloody as fucking all hell. And when she hits the bed, oh man. It might be. I mean, it's not very creative, but it just popped into my head. No, that know? that one is a standout. And also when he uses that guy as a puppet in, uh, Park Yes! Park. That's the one I was going to bring up. That's oh, the one that always, oh. that's the one that always scared me. That's sickly. Me. When you, yeah. Especially that shot of his foot with the foot. Oh, oh. Yeah. that is great. Jennifer from Dream Warriors and and prime time mm-hmm. bitch. Yeah, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. All the kills in that one are creative and fun and like welcome yeah. to prime time bitch. Like what a rush! Like all those ones are fantastic. And the saddest kill, Kincaid in Part Four. Oh, what a fucking Freddy's back! Freddy's back! Yeah, <laughs> just kill him for fuck's sake, Freddy. They they literally just had to kill everybody from part three instantly at the beginning of part four. Oh, just don't get me started on that fucking atrocity. I oh. like four. Oh, I like I just, four. It's, oh. it's it's nowhere near one and three. Oh, it's fucking none of it makes sense. It's just I get, first of all, why are those fucking three bastards even going to the same high school as her? They're all of a sudden they're all fucking together. Nobody knew them the fucking year before. They're all going to high school together, and then they don't change their clothes from one day to the next. Watch, watch the fucking I could pick that movie apart. Oh, I, I did a review on it for Skeleton Crew last year, last summer, and I, this hasn't happened many times. But I take my notes and. I had 100 notes, and 95 of the notes ended with a question mark. It was like, why is this happening? What's going on here? Everything, is a, everything was a question because none of it fucking made a bit of sense. It's, it's, a, it's a supernatural slasher movie. It barely has to. Here's what I want you to do. Go and listen to that show. <laughs> Go and listen to the skeleton crew. It's in the hundreds. It, it's not that far off. And it's in the hundred and I don't know, 104, uh, whatever the fuck. It's the dream master episode and listen to what i say and get back to me i don't care when you do it just at one point listen to that show listen to what i say and then come back to me and tell me what you thought about it i'll think about it okay (laughs) fair enough fair enough because i can't explain it any better than i did on that show and it's just an hour's worth of fucking me ripping it a fucking new one oh what a disappointment but back to part three that was also the first kill we see, I believe. Was It is, yeah. Yes, and I remember seeing it at the theater and going, holy fuck, they're taking this series in another direction. I didn't think that because I was young, but I, it was just a, it just, but it, I felt it. I was like, wow, this is awesome. This is some shit I've never seen before. Three, three is a standout in that series. <sighs> Oh, it, it's, if not the best. Absolutely. The only reason I, it's hard to give it the best is because you always have to feel like because part one is great, but part one is flawed too. But it's great, and I like New Nightmare quite a bit. At the time when New Nightmare came out, I, it was I think it was another one of those ninety movies. Like I talked about Lord of Illusions, New Nightmare was another one from the nineties that I loved. Mm, yeah, I used to. I'll tell you what, it didn't age well. That- didn't age well. Well, doing that that Nightmare Retrospective with the Skeleton Crew last year, yeah. I watched them all in a row, right, of course, because we did one movie a week. And we did it all in, like, six weeks. We, we fucking rifled through them. So, anyway, 
I was get, I got to New Nightmare expecting to love it, but it was weird. I'd seen it maybe three times before, but very, you know, spaced out. And I was kind of held in high regard. And I watched it, and, you know, as you're going through a series, you notice what's bad about it. So by the time we got to four and five and six, none of it made a fucking lick of sense, and it was getting worse, and it was just bad, bad, bad. And so I remember thinking, okay, now I'm going to watch this one, and this is going to make more sense, and, and I'm going to be happy with it. And I watched the movie, and holy fuck, not only is it the only movie in history, history, that I've ever fallen asleep to. What? But, yep, I, I, yep, I don't fall asleep. I, don't, I have to go to sleep. I don't pass out. I don't fall asleep on the cut. That's never happened. So anyway, and, and I've watched a ton of movies that I've never fallen asleep through. I fell asleep watching that movie last year. And not just that, I finished it the next day. I, and it's a two-hour movie, I think. So it was a lot to yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I'm like, what the fuck? I had scream syndrome. I'm like, holy fuck. So I remember watching the first hour and then the second hour the next day. And the second hour was even worse because none of it, it was just as stupid as the other ones where they bended reality no explanation. At least in part one and part three and part, well, not part two was weird, but part one and three, kids went to sleep, they had dreams, shit happened. It was exp- it's easy enough to explain. The other ones did not. I thought that at least New Nightmare was going to have something and it was just, none of it made sense. Even the very end of it, Wes Craven ends up writing the whole thing. How does Wes Craven have the power to fucking bend reality with a pen? Oh, a pen the is mightier than the sword. There you go. Done. But, Explained. Okay. Said Sir John Gilgood. Okay, move on. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Danny B. When I was younger, I used to love watching late night horror and B movies on TV. USA had Up All Night and TNT had Monster Vision. Did you guys watch those and did they have anything similar in Canada? Hmm. Yes. Yes, I watched them. I don't know about Canada, that third world nation. Oh, no, sure. we had scrambled porn. So I watched that, and every now and then a nipple would come into play, and that would be. <laughs> and that's a true story. But the. Um, hey, as for, okay, we never had that. I was very jealous because we were reading Fangoria, and they had like monster te- monsters. No, monsters was a show, I think. Or they had yeah, monster monsters. network, whatever. We, the first time we ever got a horror network up here is when some of the more recent cable companies were offering like the scream network. We don't even have the chiller network. We didn't have chiller or whatever you called it earlier. Yeah, we had, chiller. Yeah. Scream. I loved up all night. Uh, it's I weird. loved up all night with what's her name just because she was on it. Rhonda Shear. Rhonda Shear and Gilbert Godfrey. I never watched it with Gilbert Godfrey. I watched, just, I watched it with Gilbert also. I Here's the deal. I never, actually we, we interrupted Christian. You had a good thing about scream box. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, that was it. I, then it got then it got soft. Even that got tainted. You're like, I'm paying for this. It should be great, and it was just bad. It wasn't even in HD. It seemed like it just they just didn't care, and, it, and I think it went belly up. So you had nothing. You had no fucking show. I think with, it was called Scream Network, but yeah, it, it might have been something else before it was called Scream. No, you we would catch City TV is pretty much where you went. We talked about City TV the very first show, and. We, I think they were the ones that played Elvira. I guess they syndicated okay. it or whatever. So we had Elvira, and I'd watch some, you know, older. And she would interrupt them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. typical right. Elvira. So that we'd catch every now and then. That would be the closest thing. But not, we never had a dedicated network. And you never got to see like Monster Vision. It, see, Monster no. Vision up all night were shows. They weren't networks. 
Oh. All Night was a show on the USA Network. Yeah, on USA. It, it, was, it was like Friday night, late nights, like 11 to 1 in the morning or some shit. And in the beginning, Rhonda Shear hosted it. And then later on, Gilbert Gottfried did. And Monster Vision was Joe Bob Briggs. And yeah. that was a TNT station. Mm-hmm. So you didn't. So you didn't. You never saw no. any of that, Christian. No, no. And you had nothing like that, like a host. I mean, you had Elvira, but I mean, aside from that, you didn't have like a a, a person that would host a fucking show and they go to commercial and he talk a little bit about it and they, you know, show horror movies. Not not with horror, no. Okay, no. no. I had Owie Oost. Who <laughs> from TVO, TV Ontario? Owie Oost. Yeah. Owl- how do you how do you say that? Owl Yost. like a bird. Owie. Oh, Yost, I think is so. His his son. <laughs> what was he? His, Indian or something? No, but his son. His son is actually known because he was a screenwriter that did Speed, and I he think, did Speed. <laughs> no, like the movie Speed. He oh, wrote the okay. Movie Speed, and a couple of other ones. Ali Yost, I think I'm saying his name oh. was Ali Yost. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but he did old he... movies. <laughs> oh, okay. He just was there like on Sunday afternoons or something, doing fucking The Quick and the Dead or something. Yeah, or whatever. I don't know why I pulled that out of my ass, but <laughs> the fuck, okay. Um, so, okay, well, we had those other shows. Here's the deal. I honestly really didn't watch them because I had everything on fucking videotape. And I, why would I want to watch something on regular TV? I guess apparently I missed out on something because everyone has all these fond memories of Monster Vision and all that shit because Joe Bob Briggs was really good and he had witty fucking commentary. I, I'm not saying I never watched it. It just wasn't something that I watched on the regular just occasionally if i'm flipping channels and was lazy and it was on i'd watch a little but i mean some people love talking about that and i i feel like i'm missing out on something but i only watched ronda sheer because of, because of her tits quite frankly i was young and they showed cheesy movies on uh up all night oh yeah dude. they weren't even showing all horror all the time they were no. showing, like just be sleazy movies they were they weren't that good i just watched it for ronda yeah know? in the comedy of the cheesiness of some of the movies, I guess, but I never got into that because why would I want to watch censored movies when I had fucking all those videotapes and, you know, I was renting like a motherfucker. So that's something I kind of missed out on. And it's like, you know, I, I almost wish I would have watched more because man, someone should bring that back. Honestly, that's what we should be doing. We should be on fucking TV talking about this in between the breaks, talking about movies. Imagine if we had a, had a Friday marathon? Holy fuck. They can't pay us enough. Like, I mean, I'm not cheap. <laughs> so, I mean, if yeah, someone wants yeah. to, I, yeah, I'll make it. I'm kind of a big out. deal. You're going to have to come at me with a strong offer. <laughs> well, I'll write to fucking Ted a, a new mop, Eddie's in. <laughs> <laughs> a new mop, yeah. He could do Toxic Avenger, totally. With a new mop and a new uh, Curtains DVD cover art. Because I've scratched the, the shit out of mine. Aww. It doesn't doesn't sniff anymore. You <laughs> can figure fuck it, though. Yeah, that, I'm, yeah. Yeah, my, mine's all dried out. Yeah, he fucks it with his dick. Who are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> it fits in the hole, I heard. <laughs> yeah, those vagina, those lips, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like a double entendre because it's, it's it's a guy. It's like a fucking. I guess it's supposed to signify um, a beard, right? Isn't it a beard on that cover? Yeah, it's the beard. But if you look at it closely, it's fucking. It's, it's roast it's, beef curtains. That, thank you, thank you. Yes. Original title of the film. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was looking at an Arby's commercial. <laughs> hey. 
make it in a... that ship. That was the the um, the tagline. Curtains make it an Arby's night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Last question, guys. Then we can get the fuck out. We got uh, Aaron West. Do you think the look, production, and quality of a horror film can make up for a weak or loose story? Style over substance? Well, yeah. One of the movies tonight is fits right in that category. You know, it's funny that you said that because I was going to say, yeah, because some people are going to, I mean, a lot of people are going to view The Witch as style over substance, you know, because there's not a lot to it, but it, there are a lot of films like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. If it's done right, yeah. absolutely. It, yeah. It's not easy to do. It's not easy to pull off. It has to be an interesting enough story, and there has to, there has to be other shit going on. Just the last couple of years, people have... People have said it with It Follows, with The Babadook. Oh, those are good stories. Yeah, but a lot of people haven't really liked the stories, but they like the look of the film. Fuck, even The Witch. That, there's a lot of story in it. There's a lot of shit underneath the surface. In the- I'm not saying one way or the other whether I liked it, because I don't want to spoil the review. But No, but I'm just yeah, I agree with you. There's there's a lot to all these movies. I believe there are. I don't believe that the, 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 those movies really qualify as style over substance. I think it's... But, I mean, I'm not saying it can't be done. You know, I, mean, I think I think Inferno, our general's Inferno is um, that's probably style over substance because I'll, I'll admit it that's like his loosest narrative. I but I also will say this: I never had a problem figuring out any of our general's plots in any movie. I've heard people say it's confusing the way Fulci. I've said Fulci's confusing. I don't agree. Uh, I'll give you Inferno. I'll say yeah, that that's like a that that's like a dream. That's like a whole fucking dream state. It's, it's really. You know, a real loose narrative. So, and I enjoy that movie. That's what I could think of. I don't know what you guys think about, you know. You guys, uh, what do you think about Inferno? Or Argeno? Do you agree with me or disagree? I, I think it depends on the movie, too. I, I remember watching Inferno. Oh, I remember watching Creepers and wondering what the hell was going on. And then I finally saw the uncut version. And oh, Phenomenal. Creepers. Yeah. He's got to call, call it Creepers, this guy. Yeah, that, yeah, it was Creepers. It was too, Creepers, same man. It was same Creepers. Rated right oh, R. Yep. Chopper. Same one I got. Yeah. Back to VHS box. Remember what it looked like? Oh, yeah. Jennifer Connelly with the hand yes. coming out and the, uh, half of her face coming mm-hmm. off as bugs. That was cool. It was cool another box. great video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Okay. Well, we have to get on to Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby, 1968. Directed by Roman Polanski. A young couple move into an apartment only to be surrounded by peculiar neighbors and occurrences. When the wife becomes mysteriously pregnant, paranoia over the safety of her unborn child begins to control her life. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I went with IMDb here. They had a nice, perfect synopsis there. That's good. That's good. Roman Polanski's first American directed film. And one of his last I mean, it has to be, right? He, he's fucking been out of the country for a long time. Yeah. That crazy fuck. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> forgive and forget. <laughs> he made some great movies, but yeah, holy shit. <laughs> this one in particular. I mean, I, I can't... Honestly, though, I don't know what other Polanski movies I've seen. That's well, this Repulsion? Is pa- yeah, this is. I was going to say, this is part of the, what they consider the apartment trilogy, which is Repulsion, this, and The Tenant. Fuck, I haven't seen them. Repulsion really? is fantastic. Repulsion yeah. is like uh, is another standout movie you, you should see. 
yeah, like a like a nightmare. Yeah, like a living nightmare. Get more like exactly yeah, David Lynch esque. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been aware of it for years, and I, I've heard some people hold it in a higher regard. Of course, obviously, you guys like it. I just for some reason never got around to it. Was it before or after this? I thought it was right around the same time. Yeah, uh, Repulsion I, was Repulsion maybe, was right before. It was a couple yeah, of years before. Yeah, two years before. Maybe sixty six yeah. or sixty five. Oh, sixty five. Okay. Yeah. I gotta get on it then. Yeah. Gotta got it. Well, you know, let me just say this about this movie, right off the bat. I, it's a movie for me that I got into kind of later on in my horror viewing years. I didn't really. Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch it when I was a kid. Don't know why. Just I don't know. Didn't didn't occur to me. I don't know what it was. It was just maybe just maybe I looked at the year and they turned me off. I don't know. It was weird being being an '80s kid and running during the fucking the video craze time was. It's weird because I was just always going for new stuff and I was really heavy into slashers and shit like that. It just, but I wasn't a devil shit too. It's hard to explain. It's just certain movies just just didn't get my attention and. I understand. I feel like this movie, like, probably appeals more to, and not older, but a more sophisticated horror fan. It's you a, know, it's it's not something I probably. I mean, I saw it when I was younger, but it's not something I would have been seeking out over and over when I was younger. You want to see slashers and. Mm-hmm. You're right. So I don't yeah. even know when I became aware of it, but I, I would have to say that maybe it was. I don't know if you remember those. Scream Greats Volume One and Two. One of them was like a retro uh, or a retro of uh, Tom Savini's life, up at that uh, to that point, and it was kind of like a, a video version of Great Illusions, the book he did, the mm-hmm. first book. And then the Volume Two was uh, Witchcraft and Satanism, or Satanism and Witchcraft. And I remember they showed the scene where that she's saying, um, "This is not a dream. This is really happening," and mm-hmm. people cr- surrounding her and everything. And I was like, I really have to see that movie. So I, w- I did seek it out, and I, I never was turned off by old films because my dad got me into movies, so I, I was totally cool with that. And I remember loving it. Out of the gate, I, I forgave it. Like It kind of is a slow burn, too, but if seeing it again, because it's been a while, to be honest, it's not that slow. <laughs> it takes a while for, like, I mean, it is a two-hour two hour and 15-minute movie, but within the first 20 minutes, she... They move into that apartment. She meets that girl. The girl dies. Like, I mean, it, it all happens like by the 22 minute mark. Yeah. No, stuff. Ha- I mean, it, it gets right to it, actually. I mean, it's p- people might say slow burn in the sense that the payoff is literally the last four minutes of the movie. But but it's terrific throughout. I mean, there's stuff happening. It's beautifully shot. I mean, I love oh, the uh, beautiful, yeah. the opening. Oh, uh, oh man. Isn't the opening it shot. Yeah. And that's her singing the uh, lullaby. Is it fucking really? That's, that's Mia Farrow doing the lullaby. Ah, oh, I love her even more now. Holy yeah, no, I, I I brought up a whole bunch of facts that I was because I was I don't know I watched it twice I was just really into it just a lot of stuff about the film was just really intriguing. The Bramford Hotel, well, they call it the Bramford. The location, it. yeah, that that was just. Yeah, that's awesome. a famous location where uh, that's where John Lennon lived. Actually, that's the building he was shot in front of. Right. Yep. Yeah. Man. Wow. See, I, I think I'm just getting to that point with the way I feel about this movie that maybe, well, now I definitely will because we're doing the show. And sometimes I do it before the show. 
And I think I, I played around a little bit. I, I went to the message boards and things like that on IMDb. You know, sometimes you catch things on there that you didn't know. I didn't look yeah. at the trivia, though, but I I should have. Well, you did, so it's okay for, it's for the show's sake. But a lot of times when I really get into a movie, that's when I really get in. Uh, that I go to IMDb and I search everything I can. And, and I think I'm at that point now with this movie. But like I was saying, I started off really slow. It took a long time for me to come around. And I just started watching it, like, you know, maybe in the 2000s and plus. I don't recall watching it all that much before, if at all. And I always knew that I should watch it. I'm sure I did. I just because I'm so into The Exorcist and The Omen, and this this kind of fits into that in a way. So I, I'm sure you probably have watched it. I mean, we've talked about this before. I have the worst memory. I've seen yeah. sometimes I rent films and I'm ex- you know from Netflix and I'm excited to watch them. I put them on, and ten minutes in, I realized I've seen it already. <laughs> like that happens to me all the time. Like I literally have no ability to remember things anymore buddy so you're like the choir. yeah i watched this movie twice in the last few days and i know i enjoyed it because it's still fr- it's still there mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of those movies that sticks with you so well i watched it like twice a year for the past three years that much i could tell you it's That's been a few it. years since i had seen since i've seen it but i'm, I'm glad we revisited it because i always enjoyed it and i think i enjoyed it more now just uh, yeah, it keeps getting better with repeat viewings. Exactly, that's just it. See, what uh, we did a top ten thing again, Skeleton Crew. Last year we did a, a top ten show of all time. What's your favorite? With I mentioned Creep Show was on it before. You know, we've talked about some of them, but and and now I didn't have Rosemary's Baby on it. I believe Jamie did, and I remember telling her that there was like three movies that she had on her list that I basically said they're probably in my top fifteen right now, and they have a chance to be a top ten with more views, and that was one of them. And that's the way I feel. I feel that strongly about this movie that every time I watch it, um, I'm more into it. And I got the Criterion Blue now, so I I haven't read the book that comes with it, but I really should. I should watch some of the special features. So I'm really into it right now. It looks beautiful. I mean, it's so well shot, and it's, the, the, you know, the colors that they use on, on some of the fucking, those dresses that the women are using. Everything looks good. It, it bursts. You know, it, it's a real good, you know, Criterion does, does good work. So, yeah. It's top notch. Yeah, top notch. <laughs> so having that has definitely helped out a lot, I think, in in my enjoyment. But it's just I'm to the point now that it's yeah, it, it's just a great movie. And I don't think there's a you say it's two hours and fifteen. I it, I don't think there's really a dull moment. I don't know what it is with me, but I don't movies that some people say are slow burns now just don't phase me in the slightest. I don't even realize they're slow burns. Well, if they're made pro- if they're made well, then yeah, you shouldn't because you're 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 sort of engulfed within the the movie, the the story, the characters. The characters were terrific. I mean, obviously, you know, Ruth Gordon won the Oscar for this, but I was shocked to see that Mia Farrow wasn't even nominated. I knew she didn't win the Oscar, but I could have sworn she would have at least been nominated because she was terrific. She was terrific. I mean, the whole- She's gorgeous, oh. absolutely oh, gorgeous. Isn't she? Yeah, she what really. A, what a yeah. doll! And her personality. She's so so att- sweet. <laughs> she's so attractive because yeah. of her looks and her personality. You yeah. just feel for her. The only time she looks unattractive to me is when she first cuts her hair and she's fucking white and they yeah. put that white makeup on her. She looks like a zombie in certain scenes. The right? way they get the color correction. Yeah. I love, I love the way uh, John Cassavetti's reaction is when she gets her hair cut. <laughs> oh, it's like you didn't even hide it. He's like, what did you You paid for that? Yeah, you paid for that? <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Vidal Sassoon. He's like, yeah. 
It's fucking awful. Well, that was yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, I I remember that and thinking because I, I remember being in school and like wondering what the you know, I guess significance is of that. And I guess that's really where all the sort of changes start really taking a physical form. Yeah. I guess even though the haircut was her choice, I think that's the turning point and one of the reasons why, because it's a striking change in appearance from yeah. the first half to the second half. Yeah, you feel like you're a guy. You're like you're experiencing it with him. You know? You're <laughs> all of a sudden she's so pretty, has his hair and this and that. And next thing you know, she comes back and she looks pale white with that fucking hair and you're just and she looks too skinny even. You know, you never know. I didn't notice her being too skinny before with the other hair. But this, you notice, you notice. I noticed it from the start. But once she cuts her hair and they put a little uh, pale makeup on her, it's like, geez, she looks like a skeleton now. Right. Exactly. You're right. I shouldn't say I didn't notice. She obviously is thin because you can see the way she wears the dress when she's standing up and the way the dresses looked back then. She yeah. just like she's a pole in, in a fucking uh, a tiny tent. You know? <laughs> but she doesn't have a real. She's not very. Curvy. Curvy, right. Yeah, she's just a fucking... It doesn't take away from her. I, I like curvy women, but, uh, you know, she's so attractive in this movie that it doesn't matter if she's curvy or not. She's just personality, and she's just a doll. She's just cute, pretty face, yeah. you know? I think the more you watch it, the more you start to appreciate even the little bit of humor in it, like the character of Terry, when she says, you look like... And she says the name of the actress. It's actually her who she's naming. Really? Yeah, she says, you look like Victoria Vitri, I think it is. Vetri. Yeah, right. And and Terry's like, oh, yeah, I get that all the time. Well, that, it's actually her. That's, I, that's hilarious. I, did, that's I, actually, I didn't know that. Wow. She went under a different name for this movie, but that was actually her. That was like one of the other little, you know, another trivia fact that I had read. That's fucking cool. Well, okay, now what about that girl? What do well, you that, guys think about that? That's why very, I segue to odd. it. Yeah, good, okay, good. Good, good segue. Good job. Because, yes. Because, like, they introduce her. Well, again, I think it helps to create this whole mystery with that whole good luck charm thing. But did she commit suicide? Was she killed? Because it seems like in the movie they say she jumped out the window. So was, was she, she trying to free herself from that couple? I don't know. Well, she seemed I, pretty happy when she was talking to Rosemary. Yeah. I'm pretty convinced she was killed. Maybe why? not physically killed, but maybe, you know, a spell was put on her to to kill herself. And why? Because Be- she wasn't going to get pregnant? Like, she was, originally they picked her, they found her, she was a drug addict, this, that, they, and they, they took a, it was a perfect opportunity for, for um the cast of it, right? They fucking get her, okay, let, let's, let's, let, this could be the girl that's going to bear, you know, the yeah. Now, is it did did Satan decide that he didn't want her? Is like is that what this is about? That Rosemary because they say that at the end of all the women he chose you. You know, it's just like was <laughs> no, it selection? Hey, like the boy was it like fucking? You know, the other ones are coming and he's like, nope, that's not the one. So that's why it, she was just. It was the dream she had. It wasn't actually a dream. I mean, she was having that dream with the nuns and and of. Of her as a young schoolgirl, but she was actually hearing the conversation. What happened was um, Roman had told Terry about the plan, and by telling her about it, she oh. wasn't up, she wasn't up for it. So they had to get rid of her. Minnie even says we we wouldn't have had to do what we did if you hadn't told her anything. 
Son of a bitch. I can never understand what they're saying. And here, uh, I'm going to beef now. I have the Criterion Blue, and there's no fucking subtitles. I hate movies that don't have subtitles. So I mean, I actually watch this without subtitles, but I was really paying attention going back and and rewatching scenes and stuff just to hear everything. Well, that's it. I wanted to know what, what she was saying when she had the nun outfit on and there was the dream sequence. I'm like, what are they saying? This might This might have... Something to do with the plot, and sure enough, it does. You understood it, does. it, yeah. So I could not understand what the fuck. I've never understood what she said in that scene, in that, that whole thing. So, so you're saying that it, it, it's clearly they say it in there that. Oh yeah, it's clearly Minnie and Roman fighting on the other side of the wall. Minnie <laughs> yelling at him that that he shouldn't have told her a plan. We wouldn't have had to do what we did. Wow, no shit. Well, I'll tell you, they do a grand job of fucking acting. The question I have is what happened to the original tenant? Did she just die of old age, or did they do what they did to Hutch later on with her? Aha, uh-huh. deep coma. It happened yeah. twice. They used that phrase. And she found that note when they were looking at the apartment. I can no longer right. acquaint myself with, and then it just stops. But she's an 89-year-old woman. Why do they got to kill her? What the fuck damage is she going to do? She could talk, I guess. And who the fuck moved that thing in front of the, the closet door? Could an 89-year-old woman do it? No. Obviously, they show the fucking guy and, and the, uh, the landlord, they could barely move it. Well, they're showing, they're saying, you know, many different theories are that that's how she fell into the coma. She was moving it and she, you know, hurt herself and passed out. But again, I don't think she would have been able to move it all the way over there. They put her in the coma, I think, is what it's... Is what exactly. But she could have had her son move it. She could have hmm. used other means to move it. Why not just move out of the fucking apartment? <laughs> Why uh, not just... I, You know, look, Hutch didn't live in the apartment. I don't think it would have mattered. That's true. If they want you, they can get you. They can reach out with the fucking hand of Satan and, and do their thing. And evidently, uh, I guess, switch you over to their side really quickly because her husband just sort of jumps right at it. Indeed, he does. Yeah, I mean, he's well, he's incredibly vain. They tried to portray him as like a you know. Well, yeah, they made it. They made things happen. He was getting the roles and whatever like that. They did it quite quite well. And to be honest, I guess there is a time frame that goes by. They're there before she gets pregnant for a while, and then she's pregnant. So we know nine months and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, but he gets that part. The other guy uh, goes blind pretty yeah. early on, and he's when he's taking that phone call, he sounds like genuinely like upset. Like he even says, "Like I didn't want to get the part this way." Yeah, but yeah. you know what? Check it out. I'm that not was so a turning sure. point, though. I'm not so sure because it was the very next day. Now you notice that when they go over to to to, to the cast of its place, okay, they're having their conversations, and um, Rosemary is hanging out with um with Minnie in the kitchen. They're cleaning up, you know, doing women things. And the guys are by themselves in the other room sitting there. And when they come back, and I noticed it more this time than ever before, a guy has a look on his face, and he does great, as, as they all do in this movie, great performances. He does great at looking like he's startled that they came back and like he was talking about something that he shouldn't have been talking about. Did you guys pick up on that? You know, I don't think I picked up on the facial no, expression, but it completely makes sense. It does. It's like he gave him a pitch right then and there. Like he said, okay, this is what's up, and here's my pitch. And fucking, and they were kind of quiet the way they were taking a real serious look and like a look that, that he was startled that they came out. And you could tell. He just, I think that was done intentionally. Well, and the, then, end of the, 
yeah, the next day, the next day, this shit goes down. Yeah, well, at the dinner table, he's, you know, he's kind of buttering him up, you know, telling him, you know, about, his, you know, something he did in the previous play he was in, a yeah. gesture he made. And right. He talk, and he starts talking about his father. <laughs> right, being, right, he does. Know, big into films or something, or a producer or something. So he's, he's, he's trying to, he's, allure, he's um, luring him in right away. But... But what you said about him being surprised by the phone call and his reaction, I do think he says, I got to take a walk, he tells her, and go be by myself. Uh, and I said this, I literally said it to my wife last night when we were watching it. I said, he's going he's gonna to go fucking run upstairs and fucking thank Roman right now. Yeah. And that's what I think he did. I really think that he just wanted to get out of there to go upstairs and fucking thank Roman. I, yeah. He was surprised by it. He knew that he was making some type of deal. But I, I mean, don't think he knew, oh, no, guess what? I'm wrong. I just debunked so? my own theory. Because later on, we find out that there was a, a switch of the tie. So unless he fucking went the next morning to the fucking bar with the guy and they switched ties and then brought it to Roman in the afternoon, it wouldn't have happened the next day. Right? Because <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about, right? How he mentions the fucking tie? Well, yeah, but it happened. It must have happened pretty quickly. He must have gone to see him. That might, might have been a topic of the conversation. Right, and it may not have been the next day. Maybe it was. It appeared to be the next day. You know, it could have been a two-day, three. You know, right, right. the timeline works. Right, but you know, it, things were moving pretty quickly at that point. I, I think, b- b- bottom line, I think at first he didn't expect the guy to go blind. He just thought he would get the part some other way. Maybe the guy breaks a leg. You know what I mean? Yeah, something. He, he didn't know <laughs> the extent of of what he was doing, of what he was signing up for. But he was too vain and too driven by his desire to be famous. Mm-hmm. Aha! You know what? <laughs> Even if the guy did break a leg, he would have still been able to do the play because the guy in the fucking play was on crutches. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Maybe that's why they struck him blind. They're like, well, we usually break a leg in a situation like this, but yeah. Did you guys see? Blind. <laughs> see this again? Funny enough, it rem- it's funny that it rem- made me think of a more modern movie, Starry Eyes. Yes. Uh, oh, it yeah. kind of reminded me, like, I mean, not. But it was almost like a female version of this guy that wanted to be so famous that she got sucked into this you know, sect that wanted her to do uh, things to achieve the, the level of fame that she wanted. Yeah. Fuck, you're right. Same you theme. Exactly. Just without... But reversed. You know, like the, it right. was a, a female and now... But following what... Like, so like in, instead he was being given all this stuff so that they can get to the wife and it would be like that story. I thought I that, as soon as I saw this, I'm like, hey, you know what? This, I bet Starry Eyes just decided that maybe someone thought of evolving that story and going that route. Very similar. Mm-hmm. I never thought of that. Yeah, that's wow. That's crazy. I would have poo-pooed the idea last month, but <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking line. She poo-pooed me. She poo-pooed me. I fuck. <laughs> I love him. To me, I think Roman, I think after fucking Rosemary, I think Roman is my favorite character in this movie. I I, I, I didn't even know that Minnie won the fucking award. I had no idea. Yeah, Ruth Gordon won the Oscar. Yeah. I had no idea. I thought that she was good. She, you know, she seemed too genuine. I think that she's like that in real life. That's just It just <laughs> seems like a fucking old lady you would just drag in. and. But maybe her performance is that good that, you know, she's not that way in real life. I just, so I guess I could see that, but... Uh, the character, I think Roman, is just fucking smooth as silk. It, it, and it's all about him, this entire fucking thing. It's his 
fucking set up. He's the head of the fucking, of this group. You know, it's just, I don't know, he's just smooth as fuck. Just the way he, just like what Brandon was saying before, talking about the gesture of the actor and all that stuff, and how immediately the first night they're there talking, he starts getting into the conversation about religion. I think it's great. I love that shit. I just, yeah. I know who I know he's evil. It went into just... religion like right away, so you mm-hmm. knew something was up. Like uh he just debunked Catholicism like within like two sentences. Like, <laughs> right, the Pope. They go right to the Pope's yeah. throat. Which is why they probably based it in that year. Because the movie comes out in sixty eight, but it's based in sixty five. So that must have rivaled when the Pope really did come to, to the States. That's all I could think of. Why else make it? Well, they also wanted her due in 1966 in June because it was 666. (laughs) Holy fuck. Are you serious or is that a joke? That's serious. Holy fuck. But it's funny too. (laughs) That was the book written. It is funny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, if if it was a joke, it still would have been funny. But the fact that it's part of the plot. No, it's part of the plot. Remember, she was due June 28th. I know she was due June 28th. Yeah, I was thinking and I thought about 6th and I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool if they said June 6th? But they didn't, but, hmm, no shit. Yeah. Well, this is based on the book. Now, I don't know if they say that in the book. If so, when was the book written? That's pretty brilliant, if that is the case, because they don't bring it front and center. It's not completely in your face like fucking, what do you call it was, the Omen remake, you know, where it actually was released on fucking 6606. Yeah, no, I mean, this was subtle right. about it. But, That's what's you know. cool, right, it's done. Yeah. We've, we've all seen this movie how many times? I never knew that. Yeah, and it's never even like said, oh, we needed a 666 baby. <laughs> right, like nowadays, <laughs> yeah, you would see this movie on Netflix and it'd be called 666. And <laughs> they would be in your face in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah, six, yeah, they would come out. And that's the difference. That's the true. child will be born in the sixth month of the 66th year. <laughs> right. <laughs> they'd have some guy in the beginning with a sword and a hood fucking ass, you know? <laughs> Right. Christian, you didn't know that, did you? No. I, I I was looking up some stuff because I can't believe I missed that. Right, right. It's shocking that something so cool has never been fucking discussed before. That's why I'm here. That's been... why I'm here, guys. That's why I'm here. Rookie of the year. No, it hasn't. Trust me. I've checked everywhere. Yeah, really? <laughs> everywhere. Literally everywhere. <laughs> so you, you Googled it. I Googled everywhere. <laughs> He Googled and he went back 99 pages on it. <laughs> he Googled 666 Omen and fucking... Yeah, and this was almost an exact interpretation of the book. In, I, fact, they, in fact, it was said, uh, William Castle, who produced it, that um, Roman Polanski didn't even realize that he had creative freedom to do whatever he wanted with the story. He thought when they bought the rights to the book that he had to just remake the novel. That, that was another fact that I read, which, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe he knew and he just wanted to be true to the novel because the novel was great. But it worked out because it's almost like exactly. So I'm assuming in the novel, because I haven't read it, that I'm sure they set the timeline in 65 and heard being due in 66 because the novel was written, I think, not not too long. The, the, in fact, it was written in 68 because I remember reading that the rights what? to the novel were bought. Before the book was published. Holy fuck. What? Yep. How did they know it was going to be good? I guess that's... <laughs> what does I that ever happen? That makes William Castle a genius in terms of knowing. He's like, I'm going to write... I'm going to uh, buy the rights to this book because it's going to be... Uh, All right, now. Smash it. 
Now it makes he, sense. He wanted, I think he wanted to direct it too, but uh, someone else had, uh, at the studio, I think, held out or had just had him produce and hired Roman Polanski to direct. What? Yeah, there, yeah, there was some a lot of like interesting facts and stuff about about how this all went down. I loved reading about some of the other actors they wanted for you know like um, guys part. They really wanted uh, Jack Nicholson. Holy fuck! But uh, huh. Roman Polanski said after he auditioned that he, he, his look was just too sinister. Yeah, that's true. Also Which makes passed. sense because he just yeah because he just has that look. They needed like that almost innocent. Yep. You know, unassuming. And that's the problem that Stephen King has with The Shining. And not just Stephen King, but some people. Granted, it's my favorite. But I'm saying people say that he looks like he's already fucking flipped before, you know, narratively. He's not he's supposed to be normal in the beginning. and he has... No, but you know what? It's fun. You know, I, don't, I mean, obviously we're not going to get into talking about The Shining, but I don't think that's necessarily true. I think the minute he enters that place, he's gone. Because you notice he's sitting there before his interview reading a Playboy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know, I know. Was that normal for the times? I mean, or is he, is he losing it from the start? No, but there you go. The first time we see him, he's already in the hotel, so he's already been touched. Yeah. That's my theory. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. And he sl- it slowly starts to unravel. So, uh, yeah, exactly. So that's how you get touched. I have to go to the Overlook. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Get fucking felt up by the twins. <laughs> felt up, I said. <laughs> Shipping a William Castle. That's weird. Because I think he just got lucky here. Because William Castle, when I saw his name come up, I was like, that's William Castle from fucking The Tingler and, and 13 yeah. Ghost and House yeah. on Haunted Hill. And yeah. he, he did gimmicks and shit like that. This seems like much too serious of a fucking film to be... It's just weird that he's a... So, when I, I I always thought of William Castle as that guy. You know, that did yeah. those, those other... Well, I think he wanted this to be his mainstream. Jump into the mainstream and... Uh... Unfortunately, not unfortunately, I mean, he still has his name on it. He produced it, but yeah, no, Roman Polanski was given directing duties. Well, see, when he got that news, he must have been fucking shitting bricks. That the, He must have been pleased as fucking pie because it could have flopped. I mean, he just saw the title, Rosemary's Baby, and bought it and got lucky. Got lucky in, in number one, the story ended up being great. Number two, he got a fucking, you know, a top-notch director. Top-notch. <laughs> this, this could have come and gone, this movie. It could have been fucking... Another movie from the 60s that's just, you know, is good, but not, you know, like on the caliber of this movie. So it had a lot of good things going for it. It was obviously... He was in the movie, too, William Castle. What did he do? He was the guy outside the phone booth. Oh, was he? Oh, he was heavy by then. Yeah. Oh, because he used to be heavy. Yeah, when she thought it was uh, Dr. Saperstein. And I th- every time I watch this movie, I-, I get tricked into thinking it's Saperstein. I have a question. Was Ralph... Bellamy, born an old man. Is, <laughs> has he like? Do you ever see him in anything where he's young? I, I hear you. <laughs> right? It's like Donald Pleasance. Yeah. Right. It's like certain guys, you just, <laughs> you just. I don't. I don't know if they were ever young. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, we're all gonna get laid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, this time next year, you'll have ten guys working under you. Hey, Dave, can you make it women? <laughs> Yeah, wow, that was William Castle, isn't that something? I'm, I mean, I'm wrong. Obviously, he just didn't get lucky. He was, he, you know, it's just, it's just weird that I saw his name. That's all. Just, uh, I digress, but it was weird. Would you, would you live in that uh, apartment complex even with all the warnings Hutch tried to give him like ahead of time? Like, 
these people lived here. They were cannibal sisters. These cannibal witches lived. or something like that, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, cannibal witches. Stephen Marcon, not Stephen, that's... that's, that's yeah, when, uh, I, when I saw the actual, the suite, yeah, I, I would have stayed there. Yeah, I would have stayed too. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I, that's an apartment. That's yeah. bigger than I could have walked over house. a dead body through the front door and I would have been like, yeah, home sweet home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it was kick-ass, I mean... You're like my yeah. welcome mat. <laughs> <laughs> it was some kick-ass shit, man. Definitely. Great apartments. I mean... Beautiful. Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah. So, okay. So, they killed the girl. We're, we, we know that. How about when she says, let's make love? <laughs> I love that. I, like, that. dove into the TV. I was, it was <laughs> but he slowly takes, like, well, okay. Both of them. They both take off their clothes slow. They're real yeah. casual. Yeah. <laughs> I would have, like, done it like uh, Leslie Nielsen and Naked Gun, where it's, like, one Velcro <laughs> suit. <laughs> and they just walk right out of it. <laughs> Shows how classy the movie is. Yeah, because <laughs> that line would—you'll never hear that line ever again in a movie. Let's, Let's jackhammer fuck. It's like that, yeah. they remade it nowadays. <laughs> right? How about when the chicks come in the fucking house and they immediately sit down and start knitting? <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Laura <laughs> Louise. Laura Louise. Laura oh, Louise. Man. Sit down. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> pain. They did that very well. They uh, they established all the characters and the annoyance of that. And mm-hmm. the fact is, like, like you know, you want. You want to be civil to your neighbors, but you don't really want to be in their lives or have them in yours. Well, they were nosy as fuck. Well, not not even so much him, just just her, you know? And and she was just tacky and fucking just... What a great character. I mean, now now that we're talking about it, I can see why she won an award for it. Oh, yeah, she was fantastic. I love her. I love her in uh, Harold and Maude, which is one of my favorite movies. Non-horror. Yeah, yeah, she's great. They're all really good. I mean, to yeah. me, there's nobody weak that I can see. You know, I just not even Lara Louise. No, not even Lara Louise. No, I like her. Yeah, I'll like kill you, milk or no milk. Yeah, she's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that Lara Louise? The last time you see her in the movie, she's sticking out her tongue and <laughs> yes, was Mary. Yeah. <laughs> I never noticed that before. Yeah, this last few. Oh, funny. <laughs> she sticks her tongue out at her. Oh, that's what a thing to do, man. Did so she tell her to shut up with her god uh, or oh my gods or whatever like that? Or yeah, yeah, shut up with your oh my oh god. Yeah, yeah, she does say that. And then so it sticks up for Rosemary. They're like, no, no, you shut up. It's Rosemary's baby. And oh, of course, fucking oh. Rosemary. Roman's Is that where the title of the film came from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roman's cool as fuck. He even can... Well, we'll get to the... It's, it's a spoiler, but I mean, it's just... He's like, you know... She's like, are you trying to make me um, be, be its mother? And he's like, aren't you his mother? That's all he had to say. Serious, And it's the truth. It is the fucking truth. Yeah, he's very charming. and He is. Yeah, I like it. He's charismatic. He's charismatic, yep. Totally. It's... Yeah, I I love his character. Like I don't, even though he's the fucking the bad guy, I don't. I'm not. I don't detest him the way I end up detesting the guy. You know, the guy was just weak and yeah. Yeah, even at the end, you see like guy standing off like in shame. Oh. You see his face. He just he's like a coward. Totally. As soon as she walks in the room, and fucking sees him there, he's 
Yeah, well, look she, on his face again. He does a really great job. He looks up where, and he's like, oh. She, and she yells at him. She puts him down, like, right away. She's like, shut up. I don't hear you. You're supposed to be in wherever he was supposed to be. In he Dubrovnik be- or something. Yeah, Dubrovnik. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I never knew what she meant when she said that. You're in Dubrovnik. I thought that was a word that she made up. Like, you, you're insignificant. Ah, you're in Dubrovnik. That's what I, I never understood what she meant. <laughs> in Dubrovnik. Okay. But yeah, I mean, he ends up being becoming detestable. You know, it's just, what are you going to do to this poor girl? Did you notice the the paintings missing? Check it out. She mentioned the paintings were missing. Yeah, I know she mentioned it, but I kept forgetting to look for it on the second time I rewatched it, and I, I didn't notice it. I'm, but somebody said it's there. You could see like light spots on the, uh, on the walls where pictures would be hanging. Okay, she's like a detective. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I think like, you would notice that. She's I perceptive. Yeah. I think you would notice that if you were in the apartment. I mean, well, she would, movie. but yeah, self-centered and self-absorbed uh, husband guy did not. True. Or, said, or said he didn't. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. there you go. I guess that speaks to his character. Then that's that makes sense. But you know what? Check it out. Why? Where are those pictures? What? What are those? Are those the pictures that we see at the end of the movie that are in the fucking hallway? The, those devils. Those things? are going to be similar themed pictures. That's why they were taken down. The ones in the back hallway didn't have to be taken down because they okay. didn't go to the back hallway. But yeah, that's why they were taken down. They're devilish type things, and they yes. don't want to advertise that to fucking people that are first. Yeah, no, no, I don't want to see paintings of burning churches. You know, <laughs> when they see Rosemary's like a, you know, a good girl. Wait a minute. So when the other girl lived in the house, they had pictures of fucking burning churches up in it. <laughs> they, she didn't seem to care. Like, they just took it down because Rosemary was gone? I don't know if they just took it down for Rosemary. They might have had it down the whole time. That's true. Maybe they just decided to put them in the other hallway. Yeah. Maybe they were just redecorating. They're like, well, this is going to be the room when the baby's born. Uh, so let's make it look charming. We're going to have people here from China. We're going to have this guy coming in. You know. Let's Who put loves a, to snap pictures? Yeah. I'm bring in a Chinese photographer. What a fucking stereotype, isn't it? <laughs> He's just supposed to, my, my did I take picture. <laughs> That's all he cares about doing. Yeah. Oh, he, I think he does put out a Hail Satan. A fucking, <laughs> I think he puts out a random one, which is fucking funny. <laughs> the year is one. <laughs> Nowadays, too, they'd show the baby. No question. True. Yes, they would. And uh, They so did. That was, no, they didn't. They had a remake. Oh, in the remake, yeah, yeah but, but not, not in the. No, not in that was one. that was a made for TV remake, was it not? Yes, it was, and then they showed the baby, and it had yellow eyes or something. I don't know. I forgot what it was. It was yeah, I never one. watched it. I watched it. It wasn't so bad, but it was. Well, what, I, they didn't call. It, did they just call it Rosemary or something like that? No, Rosemary's Baby, straight up. Really, Zoe Saldana. I I fucking love Zoe Saldana. So yeah, I, I like her too. I, I was watching it. I'm. Yeah, she's hot. But yeah. This was Charles Grodin's first film. Right, yeah. It was weird seeing Charles Grodin. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. I was watching, I'm like, that's Charles Grodin. Yep. Well, actually, it wasn't his. Was this first film? I don't know. He was pretty fucking young, though. That's for sure. Because Charles Grodin, I remember seeing him in the 80s. This is fucking 68. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's he's old now. Oh, sure. For sure. Yeah, he's, he's in his 80s. Definitely. How about the thing about Guy, which I always like, is how he didn't want to touch her stomach when all that shit went on. You know? It, when, when all of a sudden she's like, oh, I feel better now. The pain went away and this and that. And, you know, oh, I just felt the baby. 
And she's like, come here, fill the He's like, uh-uh. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hell no, I don't want to feel that thing. Yeah. <laughs> what that fucking... Pitchfork will come right out of there. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think that that might throw her off a little bit? Like, you don't want to feel your child and the fuck... Believe me, anybody here make a woman pregnant, and the first time they say the baby kicked and say, put your hand in the tummy, and you pull back, you're not just going to get off easy. No, oh, God, no. Right? It's just, it's not going to fucking happen. It just... <laughs> Uh, so that was funny. Uh, I like the whole all of them witches thing with Hutch and, and you know the uh, the anagram. The, the name is an anagram. That's fucking great. It's so great the way that's set up, man. Holy fuck! I was just gonna say that I read that Roman Polanski's only regret was that he showed uh, the devil rape. Oh, and, and I'm like, what? No, I really liked that, but I guess it's because. The hands are really hairy and, and and odd, but I thought it was really creepy and well done. Oh, that was the devil. When I saw really hairy, I just assumed that was Robin Williams. Oh. No, that was perfect, though. The whole dream sequence. And oh, the, it was fantastic. That, it's, a, it's probably one of the best sequences in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah but, you know, what, you were just... And you were just talking about how guy wouldn't have gotten away with uh with not touching rosemary's belly he got away with raping her or what she, what she thought was basically that's a rape. true so she was pretty submissive to him I guess yeah she, right. the next morning he's like don't worry i already cut my fingernails down she looked like she'd been hit with a machete like 15 times <laughs> if she didn't leave at that point like she wasn't gonna get mad at him for not touching the belly you're right dude exactly once again Try that. Well, no, don't try that. You'll, you'll get arrested. But, I mean, even with a woman you love that you're in a relationship with, try fucking hanging out and you two getting drunk and fucking having, having her pass the fuck out and you tell her that it was okay in a necrophilia kind of way and see how the fuck that, how well that goes over with her. <laughs> what the How does he get away with that? Because other times she seems strong. Well, no, maybe not. It's, you're right. It's 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 her character because she acts like she protests about eating the, the chocolate mousse, and then she hides it from him. So she pretends she ate the mousse yeah. instead of being strong and saying, "I'm just not going to fucking eat it." The mousse looked good. And I guess if you like but, your steak really rare, you're evil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or liver, just chicken liver, not even cooked. Uh, she was a vegetarian while shooting this movie. And she had she to eat was? the liver. Yeah. Really? That's... And she had to eat the liver. That's the nastiest scene in the whole movie. That's the only I... scene I watched that I can't like to see it. When she... I like the steak scene, though. Cause that, honestly, no, I, I like the steak. Oh, see, I like... I I actually would eat steak almost that rare. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I love rare. It's good steak. That's Yeah, I like it rare. I don't want to see any pink or any blood in my plate. Really? Oh, I love Do it. it. Oh, yeah, like well that's done. The, that becomes the sauce for the mashed potatoes. Oh, gross. Uh, oh, I even oh, eat I love it rare. Yeah, well yeah. done. Yeah, me too. Wow. I just can't do rare. it. Rare. <laughs> I just, blood turns me off, man, unless it's in a movie. But, so, yeah, I mean, what else can we say, really? I mean, this no, the end. I thought the end was really good too, because it's it's some creepy imagery when she figures out about the the secret path pathway and then grabs a knife and then goes through. And I always remembered, even from the first time seeing it, just the shot of her holding that knife because it's it's taken from like 
just like from below her head down and she's just holding it coming at the camera. And I always thought that was really creepy. There's yeah. still some images just stick with you. Yep. That was one of them. Yep. And then, and then her coming in into like freaking uh, like a baby shower, a very like, and just walking into it, very creepy. And everybody's kind of reaction. Some of them scream because she's holding a knife. And then, uh, then they just start saying, Hail Satan and, and whatnot. And it's, <laughs> and it's very unsettling. And this movie was no question. And it can sound like a cliche or whatever, but way ahead of ahead of its time. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes. It almost changed the game. You know, you didn't see shit like that. And then this came out, and then boom. Next thing you know, you have the Satanic 70s. This was like the yeah. first of that shit. I mean, yeah, seriously. Six, I mean, 68 was a big year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. They had the Devil Rides Out that year, too, didn't they? Yeah. Well, I'm talking just in general for horror. Right, right, yeah. I, I, I hear you. But I was just thinking about, like, themes like that. Yeah. You know? But still, I mean, holy fuck. Also, an interesting fact, the scene where she calls uh, the blind actor. Oh, okay. No, All right. No, Baumgartner. Okay. She didn't know who the voice was going to be on the other side, and they got uh, Tony Curtis. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. I read this, and... Uh, it's really interesting. Busy on Monday? No, we we got something to, for you to do. They got Tony Curtis <laughs> to re, to read read the lines of of Baumgartner as the blind one. So when she's like on the phone and she's like she's almost looks like she's like trying to make out like who it is. It's because she would know who it is. Wow, that's fucking cool. Yeah. So, so Tony Curtis just for fun, fucking <laughs> that, that's cool shit. You know, yes. I, I I do want to mention before you wrap it up. That whole sequence, I think, is incredible towards the end when she really discovers what's going on and when she calls Dr. Hill and has to go back to him and, you know, when she's explaining things on the phone and then when you get there, when she's talking to him, she's so happy because he appears, you know, to be believing her and everything she's saying. And then she goes to just that whole thing when she's on the phone I just love that. It's so well done when she's like on the phone with him and she's like, I know this probably sounds crazy. And she's saying this and that, but there are plots against people, you know, and this and that. It's so well acted and it's just, I don't know. That's really honestly, the, the whole movie is, is excellent. But like everything that happens in the last 20 minutes and, and then is just fucking extraordinary. I just, I can't say enough about it. I, I love that whole sequence. No, it's, it's, it's really a brilliant film. It really is. Yeah, it's fucking... It's a, it's a damn classic. So I guess we can rate it. Rosemary's Baby. Well, I'm just going to come out and say it. It's a fucking 10 out of 10. It's an amazing, nice. It's an amazing movie. It's a fucking masterpiece. I love it. And like I said, on the, like I mentioned earlier, there's a good chance it might end, end up being in my top 10. Because that could change. You know what I mean? It's a fucking fantastic movie. The more I watch it, the more I love it. There's not a dull moment. It's great cinematography. The soundtrack is great. The acting is great. The story doesn't bore me for a second. And the resolution is fucking amazing and tragic. Yeah, I I agree with you. You know, I can't really find any fault with this. I can't nitpick anything about it that I dislike. So I'm with you. It's a 10 out of 10 for me as well. All right. Well, here's our first Hall of Famer then, because yeah, it's and again, I can't. I'm not just saying that because it's now coined a classic and has been coined a classic for a long time now. It's it's earned it. 
I mean, it's that good. Everything you guys said, it's just made it timeless. Like, the fact that this was made in 68 shocks me. And not because there's tit shots, but just the subject matter. Boobies! So, yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's a 10 out of 10, man. It's, it's, a, no! a, perfect, it's a perfect horror movie. Wow, a perfect yeah. score. I don't know if that'll ever happen again. But it is officially our first Hall of Famer. Wow. Welcome. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Here Welcome, we go. RB. Here we go. Well, let me ask you, though. RB. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> you guys think that was a body double when they showed the nude scenes, or do you think it was her? Uh, I, I thought it was, it was a body double. I think the because tits look too close-ups. big. It looked, yeah, in that one shot where they're just drooping, it's a close-up, and then it cuts to her, and then she's in a bra. But then not in the, and then I think it's really her when she's laid out on the bed. So I don't know why they would have decided to you uh, use a, a body double once. But at first I thought body double, but then I thought it was her on the bed. The tits look kind of big when they're on the boat, bigger than a girl her size would have, I think. But maybe she was leaning forward. I don't know. I don't know. How about the ass? You think that's really, really her ass? Really when they thought about it? it. I'd have to taste it first. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Pepsi challenge for the ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, I, I just, uh, I just, I like to think that it's her because she looks so good in this movie that you know that's really. I'm, the going, body. I'm going with more. I think it's her only because honestly I haven't read anything about it not being her, but yeah. What makes me the expert? I don't know. So. <laughs> hey, whatever. Hey, you're as qualified as anybody else, right? Hey, I'm a perfect is right. That's a per. We gave it a perfect score. Yes, I venture to say. Well, now, okay, I venture to say it may never happen again. May we'll see. Yeah, it may not. You know, I was because I was thinking. I'm like, am I gonna give this a nine and a half? Am I gonna give this a ten? I'm like, why give it a nine and a half? What What am I taking a half point off for? Like nothing. Right. Yeah, I genuinely nothing. enjoyed this film more each time I watch it. You and go. you learn something a bit more. And yeah. that's a sign of a great film. Yeah, and it really is ahead of its time. The acting is phenomenal. There's just really nothing There's nothing to complain about. I mean, if people don't like it, that's okay. But as far as I'm concerned, I loved it. So it gets a 10. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the year is one. Nineteen sixty-six. The year is one. I love that. <laughs> Hail, Hail Satan! Satan! Hail Adrian! Hail Adrian! <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> God is dead. Satan lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit's great. Uh, Still has a shock value, even though, even with the amount of craziness we've seen in films, I don't know why. It just still has that. Like, you still get a sense of how shocking it is and how shocking it must have been in 1968. Oh, shit. <laughs> because they don't go batshit crazy. No. It's literally like a dinner party and they just, they just like announce it, like, type thing. Like, this feels like it could be real. This feels like it could be real. Totally, man. Who would think that, too, that all, all, they're all witches? They're all fucking involved in this, this cast of characters, you know? I guess it kind of makes sense because they're old. Maybe they've been doing it for a while, but it's just. Well, it was what his uh, his father, right? Yeah, his yeah. father was the the original. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we are back up to our new movie, 2016, The Witch, aka the Double V Edge. <laughs> the Double V Edge. 2016, The Witch. 
A family in 1630s New England is torn apart by the forces of witchcraft, black magic, and possession. Nice. I'm going to go on record right now and say some. I think this is going to be a very memorable segment review. Uh, yeah. I have a real lot to say. I'll say right off the bat that I've probably taken more notes for this movie than any movie ever. And most of them, actually all of them, are secondhand. Like, I wasn't taking them as I watched the movie because I'm in the fucking movie theater. So these are just things that I thought about since and researched and did this and did that. And I have, an, I have some things that I'm going to bring here. I've listened to two podcasts so far and I've read some things online and I have some things to say that I don't think anybody has said about this movie. Like, it's almost like a Rune 237 type fucking, but not crazy like that. You're going to go all crazy like soup not, pans and stuff? No, no, no. Not to that <laughs> extreme. Just some comparisons as to things that another movie and other things that I haven't heard anybody bring up that I think are blatantly obvious, which adds to my feelings for this movie. So I'm going to say that off the bat. Christian has alluded a little bit to something in the beginning of the show. Yeah, I think this is going to be a memorable interview. So, so strap yourselves in. Interview. Ooh. Interview. Ooh. What the fuck? Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we just. And ladies and gentlemen, introducing our first guest, Mister Black. <laughs> <laughs> hello there. Hello there. Oh, you fuck. Oh man. And they really need to make. They really need to capitalize and make some sort of Black Philip plush. Stuffed animal, something. <laughs> I'll take it. I would buy it. They made one for the sinful dwarf. I wanted to see a black Philip. <laughs> yeah. Black Philip. Sounds like a cool uh, sex move. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I gave her the black Philip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. This movie was also, I thought, beautifully shot and acted yes. atmospheric as hell. I mean, if you're just basing it on the look of the film, and I thought the performances were terrific. I mean, this is... It was really... um, a visual nightmare in a sense. Like it, yeah. That's how it played out. It felt like you you just went into someone's nightmare. It, the, it was so dark. It's the first movie where I came out into the lobby of the theater, and my eyes had to adjust to the lobby light, which <laughs> is different. Lobby, that. Yeah. I was like, what the hell was it? That? It, was, it's, it was very dark, like in a good way, not like in... Yeah. Under, like, it was all thought process of the director and whatnot. It was meant to be like that, the way it was shot. It was actually well. shot with natural, with just natural light. There yeah, was no so sort lighting. Of so dogma. that's why it, it looks the way, yeah, that's why it looks the way it does, but it definitely makes it even better yeah. for me. The aesthetic as as choices were great. I guess that's where I was going with it. Like the choices the director made. Yeah. Great. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, you watch it three times. What was the last time we went to the movie theater three times the same movie? Dude. I don't know. I didn't even see Star Wars three times and I wanted to. And, oh, this is funny. Okay, so I saw it the first time. I thought the first time I saw it, I was so focused on the visuals and so confused by the dialogue that it was strictly a visual experience for me. And it was, which isn't bad because I was so stuck on it. I was enjoying it so much that I, <laughs> you're going to laugh. I, didn't even realize the first time I saw this movie. What movie you're watching? 
I wasn't that far gone. No, I I didn't realize the fate of the baby. I Oh, you missed that. Okay. I watched it. It was in front of my I was so focused on the filming style and the way the baby looked when they showed the baby. What the baby mash? Not the mash, just the fucking when they <laughs> We did the mash. They did the baby mash. The baby mash. mash. <laughs> the fucking when they showed the close up on it and the way it was filmed. It was very uh, was it unsettling? <laughs> yes, it was so unsettling, but I was so focused on it that I didn't see what came next and I didn't put one in one together when I saw the baby mash. I just didn't. I don't know why. I was just focused on other stuff. And then later on, they said something in the movie about losing a child. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to lose another child. She she says, you've lost another child. And I'm thinking, wait, what am I missing? Well, maybe it happened a while before because it's old times. It it wasn't when they were making jam. So when what the hell did that baby die? Fucking baby jam. Yeah, it wasn't the scene right after they showed the baby with a knife, and then the knife. Uh... Oh, yeah, they made that. When did that, that baby die? Peanut butter and raspberry <laughs> jelly sandwich. Yeah. From, Listen, uh, Brahms I... made it, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then there was. Then they went hunting. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even notice the witch taking the baby. I... Well, no, that was that was the creepy part about it. How silent it was, and then you, you I mean, you do see. A, a figure running in the woods, but I wasn't. I love the way that was done. I wasn't. I'll replay it for you. I'll replay it. This is exactly what happened. If peekaboo, 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 bong, witch running through the woods with the baby. Peekaboo! I know. <laughs> Listen, man, I've seen it three times, so I know now. But still, I'm saying that I was too busy watching the woods. <laughs> I yeah. was watching the woods. I wasn't paying attention to the figure or what the fuck it was doing. This was the first time. It was just for the first view. I slow. It took me the third view to focus more on different stuff because I was so blown away the first night with the cinematography. And, well, okay, I may as well just say it now because I'm going to fucking have the, the comparisons. But being as big a fan as I am of The Shining, and I'm a big fan of The Fucking Shining, it didn't take me long to realize that this movie was a tribute to The Shining. And I was marveling at the fucking cinematography and knowing that this director was doing this intentionally when they're in the woods. And even before that, the first time I noticed it was when they first did the, a zoom in on the fucking trees and the way the music built up. You know, which yeah. the fucking it score is incredible. It swelled, but, yeah. it swelled for... And you're wondering why? <laughs> Listen, it, it, it's yeah. shining esque. It fucking it it builds, 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 and then stops. Cut scene and go to a different fucking go from dark to light. That's a, that's what they do in The Shining. That's fucking that's just one part. And then The Shining is known for all these crazy zoom ins and zoom outs, both very slow. And that is exactly what they're doing in this movie. And when they're showing... First, I saw the first thing that, that reminded me of The Shining. I was like, wow, that was like a Shining thing. And then I was like, okay, cool. Then I'm watching them do these zoom-ins when they're in the woods and these zoom-outs when they're showing yeah. the forest. And I'm like, this is fucking The Shining. I, I was I was marveling at that because I was so blown away at 
how much like The Shining it was and other things going on in the movie that I couldn't follow it. I couldn't follow the narrative. And I, I, I was confused because I only understood 50% of the dialogue. And not I, only is it Old English, but I had difficulty with some of the accents as well. I was surprised at how much I was able to follow the dialogue. I was surprised because that's the one thing I've been hearing, and I always have trouble hearing and stuff. So I, I just feel like... Uh, like most most of the films I watched with subtitles, and I felt like I mean this would have definitely been a good film to watch with subtitles. But I really had no problem following what everyone was saying. I couldn't understand what the the twins were saying when they were singing about Black Phillip. Black Phillip, Black. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, pounds upon your head. Whatever the. But uh, I couldn't understand that either. No, I don't. You got now. I'm I'm picturing like a heavy metal Black Phillip song. <laughs> Wait, he said that black villain. <laughs> admittedly, admittedly, and I said this uh, at the beginning. Whoops, I said this at the beginning, but I think it might have been before we started recording. That uh, I actually was so exhausted that I fell asleep twice, <laughs> but for short, very short period of time. Uh, like I'm talking about, like possibly seconds. If 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 I missed anything, yep. maybe a minute, a minute yeah. or two. But I was, I saw the late show last night in. Admittedly, the dialogue-heavy opening dragged on a little bit. I, nothing wrong with it. The acting was great. The, the directing was great. I'm not saying it's a boring movie. It's slow burn, a nice build. I I appreciate those swells that you're talking about, Dave, that uh, that happen, because it happens a few times throughout. It just it was exhaustion. And uh, But I think that in, in a funny way... Um, added to my enjoyment because like I said, it was so nightmarish in the way that it was doing the visuals that I kind of felt like I, I was drifting in that state. <laughs> yeah. You were at, you were the one having the nightmare. Everyone yeah. else in the theater was watching like some like romantic comedy. Everybody else <laughs> in the theater, which were 10 people uh, in the theater, everybody else in the theater seemed to dis- to hate this movie. I actually could say that uh, maybe with the section of two people, I'd say eight people hated the movie. You know, it's an odd film to have a, a, a theatrical release as wide as it does. I'm, you know, I've heard p- other people say this, and I, and I understand why it's, it's, you know, it's not a Hollywood horror film. It's not a mainstream one. And people, people are no. like, that's scary. This is scary. And people are like, like people twice when <laughs> in out loud, what the fuck? What the fuck? Exactly yeah, I was like look, that. I was looking around Two in my points. office. Really? <laughs> one yeah. point involved a crow. The other point involved the end credits. Yeah, when the, when was the last time you were scared of a breast uh, breastfeeding crow, <laughs> or a close up of a bunny rabbit? I right. felt unsettled through the whole thing, right? and nice. that's yeah. what makes it successful because the director succeeded. And you, if a feeling of unset- unsettledness or like dread is amazing to achieve, and so that this movie achieved it. In the and first, I think in the first you, fifteen seconds. Yeah, I think you're right. The minute and, 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 they vanish from the colony, and I don't know if they would. I, I, I'll never know now because I'll see it on video again, but and it'll be muted because it'll be my second time on video. If it was my first time to see it and it was on video, if it would have that effect, or if it was being in the theater that wasn't full, and not knowing what to expect other than seeing the trailer that I uh, saw. Which actually does make it look more mainstream, to be honest. I knew it. See, I don't watch trailers, and I knew it without even seeing it, that when I saw people griping, that they probably saw a trailer that showed something 
and they maybe they didn't show dialogue in the trailer, and they had no idea what they were getting into. I don't think they no, had the, any dialogue in the trailer. trailer. The tra- well, no, they did. They showed that whole scene with the peekaboo. Smart, I guess. Oh, they had peekaboo. Yeah, okay. but yeah. But but it was really well. The trailer was really well done. The trailer was actually kind of done in, with a, uh, almost as an experimental film. Dare I say, just with the sound design, I'll explain that a little further and say with the sound design, which again, the sound design in this film is probably its best feature. Because you know what? When I left that movie theater, my rating was probably low, lower. Oh, wow, and okay. the more I thought about the movie, I'm like, this movie's sticking with me. You know, Dude, from, yeah. a, from a sheer aesthetic, from, from the way it looked, from whatever, I knew I couldn't, I, I should rephrase that. It was going to be lower than what. I think it's going to be by the end of our our show, unless you guys convince me that no, really, the movie was a piece of shit. Oh, uh, but, no, just the way <laughs> it was directed, the way it was acted, the sense of dread, all of yes. that alone, right there, already gives it a very high, uh, higher rating than. Uh, but when I left last night, I was not too happy. Yeah, see, not all of those things you just mentioned. There's none of them that I have any complaints about, and I don't really have complaints too much about the story just questions when we get to the actual story of and what was going on and a few things that were how they were interpreted i think i have answers for everything except maybe one see and i I feel like i have answers for things and that's just and this is really this is definitely going to be you know post review spoiler yeah yeah spoiler section because i you know i don't even want to say anything about this film right beyond just you know the atmosphere and the acting and you know, definitely the sound, the, well, the the audio, the sound design, the sound well, mixing. Sound great. It's fucking tremendous. The soundtrack is amazing. Yeah. It's, it's like I said about The Shining, it, it reminds me of The Shining, it reminds me of Suspiria. The movie itself, this is my comparison, this movie is like a combination of The Shining, of The Village, and of Lords of Salem. That's what this movie is. That yeah. You take those three movies, and this is a mashup of those. That's... That's the first thing I said after seeing it. And like you said earlier, Christian, after seeing it and then today thinking different things, I watched this movie the first night. Like I said, I, did, I understood, only understood 50% of the dialogue, and it didn't knock it down. But I was like, I remember thinking, man, I can't wait till this is on Blu-ray and I can watch it with subtitles. I'm going to enjoy it even more. That, that's I remember thinking that. But for three fucking days, I could not stop thinking about this movie. And that doesn't happen to me. I just could not stop fucking thinking about it. It was God, I would tell my wife, I couldn't wait to go back and see it again and everything. It just, I'm at work and it was popping in my head. I just, I just couldn't stop thinking about this movie. I was like, uh, fucking, it was the weirdest thing. I was like, I got to go back and see this movie again. And then the second time I took my wife and then I went again tonight for the show. But it's just, oh, <laughs> this is, that's dedication. Listen to this. Hold on now. <laughs> this is, you guys don't believe what I did. <laughs> I go to the movies today. We're, we're supposed to record, you know, like always, we hop on at 9.15, 9.30. I drop off my daughter at 7 every Sunday night. So I drop off my daughter at 7. This is the only way I can see this movie today. Because for some reason, they didn't start till 6.30. There's no afternoon shows on a Saturday, or on a Sunday, apparently. I don't know why, but whatever. So I drop off my daughter at 7. I drive to the theater. The movie's starting at 7.15. I probably make it just on time, 7.20. You know there's a million fucking trailers. Whatever. So <laughs> I go there. And I go, I, and this is in a mall, and it's um, the theater's there, and this, you know, I go up there, and it's about seven fifteen, seven twenty, and there is a fucking line 
that is so long. I'm, I mean, it's not, it wasn't like Star Wars long or something like that, but I mean, it was like, you know, I would have been in that line for like a good 15 minutes, you know? So I go and I go to, uh, I go to the back of the line in front and I think, oh yeah, they have the automatic things over here to the left. You can put the credit card in and do it. Those machines were out of order. I was like, fuck. Now I know I'm not going to make this movie on time if I stand in line. It's not going to fucking happen. <laughs> I haven't eaten yet either. So I was planning on getting there, getting one of those, uh, they make freshetta pizzas at the, at the, at the Regal. I was going to get that, have a little time, get in. So I'm thinking, what the fuck? Number one, I'm not going to eat now for, for certain. Number two, I'll be lucky to make it on time. I'm probably not going to make it on time if I do this. So I walk in the fucking movie theater. It's it's one of those mall theaters. I open. I I, I walk in. You can just walk in, but obviously you got to hand your ticket to the fucking you know the ticket guy when you get there. So I walk <laughs> in. I say, you know what? I got nothing to lose here. I'm not going to make it on time, so I may as well do this. <laughs> and I've never done this before, not this manner anyway. I walk in the fucking thing, walk past the fucking you know where they have the food. And I see the ticket guys, there's two of them there, and they're talking to one guy for a second. I just fucking walked in like I already had a ticket and nobody said a word. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, dude, nobody well, said you shit suck. to me. You paid for it twice. So. I did pay for it. I might, yeah, yeah, I did. But, I mean, <laughs> this is the funny part. This theater doesn't label where the fucking movies are. You know, there's like theater one through 12. So now I'm walking and I'm like, oh shit, where's this fucking movie? And I like, should I just try to walk in each one and guess? I'm like, ah, then I might not make it on time again. It's not even like on a little marquee outside the. Actual- no. They always have them, but at this place they don't. I was like, well, you got to be fucking. So what do they do? They just give you a ticket and be like, oh, go pick they, a door. They tell you where. They say, you know, so-and-so was in theater too or whatever. They whip the ticket. It's on the ticket. It's there. So now the last time I saw this movie, which was the second time with my wife, I went to that same place, and it was Theater 1. So I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Should I just walk in Theater 1? So I walked around for a few minutes, took a piss, did this. I said, i got to make moving here because I'm going to fucking miss the movie. So I was already <laughs> surprised I walked right in. I was already like, okay, whatever. So now I, I, I walk up to the ticket guy, and I ask him, I said, hey, what, what, uh, you know, which theater is the witch in? Is it 1? And he looks at me, yeah, it's one. I go, yeah, I thought it was. I just misplaced my ticket. <laughs> sure enough, I walked right in. So You went back and asked him nice. About what what, what, what fucking balls? I know. Yeah, what? what? Balls. <laughs> it would have been funny if you said, let me see your ticket. And you'd be like, oh, I misplaced it. Oh, hey, stupid. Sorry, uh, what theater's the movie in? The Witch. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you ended up in, like, in, like uh, Zootopia. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, we shouldn't be laughing. Zootopia made like eighty million. <laughs> oh no, I actually want to see it with the family, but not when, yeah, you, want to go, yeah. when you have it in mind to go see the witch. And then Zootopia pops on, you might be a It'd little be funny. Bit Dave was was actually talking about it, be like, it wasn't that scary the third time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was so. I don't remember this rabbit being so animated. <laughs> oh fuck! So yeah, I I did it. I had no chance. I had no choice. I walked in. But I've seen it twice. I'll buy the Blu-ray when it drops too. So there's no yeah. worry about me supporting the witch. Believe me. Now this is a film that's that is going to benefit from multiple viewings, and it does. But and back to what Christian was saying about earlier about you know hearing or Brandon, whatever whoever said about it getting negative um, shit and stuff like that, and people in the theater saying things. This is not the movie for for the normal crowd that just you know. 
They want to go see the newest scary movie. Scream in Crowd. Scream Crowd. It's not. Right. It's not the popcorn. It's not a popcorn movie. Right. It's, it's like, not, honey, yeah. where do you want to go tonight? Um, let's go to the movies. Okay. What do you want to see? Oh, I want to see a scary movie. Oh, okay, honey. Let's look. Oh, the witch. The witch. Oh, I bet that's scary. Let's go see it. Okay. It's 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 probably not for you. No, this I can, is a, I can almost guarantee it's not for like ninety plus percent of those people. We're a pain in the ass sometimes, you know. Like metal fans, horror fans, we we can uh, really come down on a movie quite a bit. And a lot of times, when it gets critically acclaimed, horror fans will come down on it. And that's been happening with this flick, I find. Yeah, nobody wants to admit they like a film that might be popular. <laughs> yeah, well, this oh, doesn't have any. Man. That's the funniest part of this. This has no chance of being popular no right. no not at all exactly. like mainstream popular there's no this way is like a, this is this is like a hidden gem that just happened to be made and released recently yeah it feels it, like, like it feels like it's wide, a film that should release. be discovered yeah. like 30 years from now it's here's what's bothering me though it, it, this i'm going to compare it to other movies now i already done the comparison on the actual film but as far as the reaction this is like fucking it follows Yep. Baba Duke and even Lord of Salem the year before. The Lord of Salem got a lot more hate than praise. But just in general, it's just one of those movies, and this is what pisses me off, is that I understand if you don't like the movie or it's not your cup of tea, fine. Say that. It's just not my thing. Fine. But to, I've heard people say it's the fucking worst movie they ever saw. It's a piece of shit. This and that. I'm sorry. That's not going to fly with me. You can't watch a fucking piece of film that that's the production values are what they are and, and it's a fine film it's a fucking such a quality movie you're not going to get anywhere i'm not going to take you seriously if you yeah. say it sucks it's a piece of shit yeah if this is the worst crazy. film you hello oh. brandon's gone off. brandon died well we wanted to replace him Dave, so <laughs> i guess it's not, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding hello oh he's back he's, he answered nice Okay. We were very worried. Yes. I was. I was. I was in the middle of talking. I know. <laughs> you dropped. You got to start over, buddy. <laughs> yeah. What, what were we talking about? People um, that complained that it was the worst movie. Oh yeah, I said people that complained that this was the worst movie ever have probably never seen another movie. Right. Or or not seen any fucking low budget horror that comes to Walmart every Tuesday or fucking to to uh what do you call it Redbox? I mean. Get the fuck out of here! You're gonna tell me that the fucking the house. It's an it's an initial reaction by people because they're expecting one thing. That's why it's surprising that this film is in theaters because people will see, oh, the witch horror movie. Let's go see it. But this is just a very sophisticated, well made, slow burn. Not even so much slow burn because it really does jump kind of right into it, but. It does much more, much more heavily relying on atmosphere and what you don't see is almost scarier than what you do see. I guess the trailer must have led people astray, first and foremost. I didn't watch it, of course, because I don't. But I mean, I guess maybe that. But that smart marketing gets their asses in the theater, gets some money, and this movie's made some money, and that's yeah. good. It deserves to. It should. Yeah. So that's fine. Maybe the trailer was misleading. Maybe there was too much hype among the horror crowd. You know, people, it was just one of those darlings that was fucking at festivals that people were talking about. You know, Jason Lloyd said it first. I remember he told me. He goes, this movie called The Witch, it's going to be just like, it's going to be very split. Some people are going to love it and some people are going to hate it. 
Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. And, it, you know, not to get too on it again, but it's like people that hate a movie because of its hype doesn't make any sense. You're not hating them. Hate the hype. Don't hate the movie for it. It's not the movie's fault. Yeah, and don't lower <laughs> your grade on a movie or your feelings on a film because of the hype. I feel like people do that too. Oh, they it's, do. They do. It's ridiculous. Like, oh, well, I, I loved it, but I have to give it a less score because it was so overhyped. Like, why? It's like when we talk about movies that are overrated. I can never say a movie's overrated if I loved it. It's not overrated to me because I loved it. Right. It's overrated if everybody says it's great. It's overrated then... for those who right. didn't like it as much as people like me who say it's great. Then right. you could say, oh, you overrated it. Right. If everybody I didn't overrate it, awesome. though, because I loved it. So it can't be overrated if I'm, and, you know, and I've read a lot of the reviews, you know, masterpiece, modern masterpiece. This, this is definitely, you know, it's certainly not the worst movie ever. It's definitely closer to a modern masterpiece. I, there's a lot of directors coming out making very beautiful, original, smart horror films. Yeah. You know what? Much like the first movie. Rosemary's Baby. I mean, this is a movie. This is horror for adults. Yeah. This is what you don't see anymore. This is what they used to do in the '60s and the '70s when they made horror movie by adults for adults that they can mm-hmm. appreciate. It wasn't sent centered around kids or teenagers getting slashed or any of that shit. It was for adults. That's what this is. Same thing. People don't know how to react to that. Yeah, I had little kids sitting behind me in the theater. See, that's fucked up. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, I, w- I was shocked, actually, because, I, I mean, I knew ahead of time from reading other people's reviews about, you know, the dialogue, that it's old English, and, and just knowing that it's a slow burn, that this is not going to be a kid's movie. You know, and they were probably taking their kids thinking, all right, you know, I, I didn't turn around, but they were little, you know, so maybe they were eight, nine, ten, but, you know, that... Th- they're not going to enjoy this kind of film. No, and it's going to be terrifying when they do see certain things. Yes, yes. There's no way I let my daughter watch this. Not for years, because number one, yeah. she wouldn't understand it. Even if I let her watch it like that, she wouldn't understand it because I barely understood it. Yeah, look, I was, I was confused by some things, I, you know, but in the end, you know, it was nice because it's, you know, it's one of those films that sticks with you and makes you think. I came home and immediately you know, went on the internet, started looking up some things to see how other people interpreted some of the scenes and, you know... What about the rabbit? What was the significance of the rabbit? A familiar. Yeah, a familiar. And I read that it, it was that it's bad luck if a rabbit runs across in front of the path of a horse. Well, every animal was afraid of the rabbit, bottom line. No other animal liked that fucking rabbit. Even when the rabbit showed up in the fucking goat's pen or whatever the fuck it's called, they were fucking bugging out. Even though one of them was Black Phillip, which wouldn't make a whole lot of sense, but... Whatever. The goats were making noise when that rabbit was there. Thomason goes out there. They tell her to go out. She goes, I'll go out there. She goes out there and looks, and the rabbit's there. They were bugging out because of it. The horse yeah. bugged out because of it. The fucking yeah. dog bugged out because of it. And ultimately, the dog. Oh, yeah, the, the dog. That was, that was one of the scenes that confused me a little. Is That's sad. I yeah. was sad for that. I didn't like that. And usually, I, I've said it before. You've heard me say it about pets and children. Yeah. I'm all for it. But in this type of movie. Every episode, we, we hear you say it. <laughs> Right? Every episode. It's not even a cliffhanger. It's just fucking nonstop. They turn a baby in a freaking jam within the first couple of minutes of the film. <laughs> but the, like, the Dave, dogs, no wonder Dave the loved this movie. Conf- the right. dogs seem confused. Yeah. 
that was sad though, seriously, because that's yeah. what I'm, that's the impact that it had. I was like, oh man, that fucking dog. Oh, yeah, that, that didn't like that because that greatly affected you know their way of living. Right, they needed that. They, they needed, needed the they dog, could. and they lost their dog and their their hunting uh, stuff. Baby. So what about the rabbit? They're hunting baby. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? What about the rabbit? Was there something else with it, or do we have to wait for spoiler? Because I thought you said you had you had a question about the rabbit. No, oh, I had a question about the dog. Oh, the dog. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Christian mentioned the rabbit. Is that okay to you? It's a familiar. It's the fucking which is you know, is yeah. evil. Bottom line, that fucking yeah. thing is evil. It's part well, of. That's, the fucking... Okay, that, I mean, that, I, th- I didn't know if there was more explanation or. So it's simply just that. Okay. You know, this movie, there's so many ways you can interpret it straight up. Yeah, but, it, I mean, honestly, like, I I don't know a lot about witches and old-timey witchcraft and all that. So, you know, even just looking it up on the Internet and reading some of this about familiars and stuff like that, if people do that and then go back and revisit the film, people who didn't like the film are like, what the hell's the deal with, with, a, with a rabbit? What the hell's going on with a crow? Then they'll be like, oh, okay, this starts to make sense. You have some background. This this is a film that a little bit of knowledge on the subject goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And speaking of knowledge, what about the director? This fucking guy wanted it to be so authentic 1630 that he got all these transcripts, did all kinds of heavy research, everything. It's it's what they call it, a New England uh, folktale. Yeah, that was the... the yeah. yeah that's, that's like the... The opening credit. Yeah, that's like a title also for the film. Like it's called like The Witch yeah. a New England Folktale. Right. And yeah. everything about this is genuine. I mean yeah. to the dialogue. That's why they spoke in old English. He wanted to be as genuine as it could be. I mean from what they wore, just everything. And that what a scary time to be alive. I mean, it isn't that bad. I mean they still had clothes and fucking they weren't high on the hog, but I mean it, it was And this takes place like years before Salem. Right, right. But I mean, it was a time where everybody was scared. I mean, yeah, they took the Bible literally. You know, like what they were saying in the oh Bible. yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's something else. What what a time to be alive! And they really had genuine fear of witchcraft. It was something that you know, if this movie was made nowadays, and someone says, "Oh yeah, well, someone in this house might be a witch," you know, they'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Or what? You know what I mean? It's, there's a witch here. Come on. Back then, look how serious they took it. Who's oh, bewitched? Yeah. Look how fucking, uh, you know, the father, how uptight he got. And he's like, I did not raise, raise a witch in this house. You know? It's fucking, it's heavy shit. And they were scared of it. They were genuinely scared, God-fearing Christians worried about, you know, a witch and, and the devil intruding on in their lives. Isn't it funny how much this parallels Rosemary's Baby in a lot of ways? It does, yeah. yeah. A different story, but a lot of parallels in, in the way that it plays out. Same thing with uh, Lords of Salem, if you think about it. The way the way it flows. And, and you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the way it's set up, it's the same thing. And, and, and sure, and, and Rosemary's Baby. I mean, yeah, witches, fucking Satan, and the whole nine. I mean, there's no baby here. Well, there's a baby, but it's not... You know what I mean? It's, this is a jam, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, well it, check it out. What Rosemary was fearing in Rosemary's Baby, she was fearing they were going to take the baby for sacrifice. Yeah. She never thought that, you know, this was this, which we didn't bring up, but I always thought that was cool. She thought one thing, but it was something else, you know. But in this movie, I mean, 
the baby was wanted for its blood. You know, that's fucked up. These are real witches that need the more innocent blood, the better, so they can be young. And that's a fucked up thought right there. That they're out there stealing fucking babies to, so they can eat them. And, you know, murder a, a baby and, you know, so they can carry on. That's fucked up. That's a scary-ass thought. But, yeah, uh, fuck. Where do we even go with this? I, honestly, to, to to go into the character arc, you go right into... You, we almost have to go to spoilers because I'm interested in your take on that. Well, before I get there, let me say what I can without spoiling it. Again, I talk, it's horror for adults. There's constant tension in this movie. Uh, the atmosphere is fucking heavy. The woods, the woods have a life of their own in this movie. And That's, they're a character into themselves. Right, they really are. Every time they're in there, it's fucking just, ah, it's just crazy, man. I, I just... The, <sighs> the film does a, a great job throughout, especially for the for, for most of the film, of not really giving you clear answers on whether what's going on is real or imagined because this family is so religious and so devout in their belief in God but they're all sinners in one way or another mm-hmm. so you don't know if it's just bad luck hitting them or it, what's truly going on or if there's supernatural forces at play and it's done so well it never gets cheesy you know it's not never it re- it's it's just so well done. You don't know. You never know until the end of this movie. Yeah. If are they all going crazy or what? Is that what's going on here? They fucking, and you know what? This you is know? even one of those films. After seeing it, even though there are some concrete answers, you could almost make arguments and and interpret it a different way if you want. You could because I've you really could. my mind on things. I, I've looked at it the first time. And then had a different uh, change of heart when I saw it the third and say, okay, it's not that. It's actually this. This is what's happening. There's, yeah. Lot. I was like, okay. I was like, oh, maybe this is happening. Then I then I read, okay, this is what was actually going on. I'm like, oh, but you could technically argue this or this. But you know, until I see you know a director's commentary saying here's the intention, right? You could always have fun playing with it. But even if it is what it is, I enjoyed it extremely, extremely. Extremely. So. Extremely. Well, well, okay. So, Thomason, when you see her in the beginning, I, right off the bat, I'm thinking, this chick is the witch. Because when she's making her fucking... That's what I initially thought when I saw her. I'm like, she was making that prayer. After, well, first they get banished. And why do they get banished? I mean, all I can say is that I think it's... He was too, too preachy. He thought that he was closer to God than everybody else. Yeah, it, right. He was pride, it, prideful. They said his prideful conceit. Right. And I, I didn't know that the first time. It took the other views for me to figure it out. But that's what it was. He was yeah. just, you know, he was pointing the finger, holier than thou, this and that, constantly preaching. They were all very much into the Bible and things like that. But I think that you know, because they came from England, then they moved yes. over to this plantation in New in New England and. I guess maybe they just weren't, I don't know, maybe because he came from England, I don't know, but they took the Bible very seriously. Him and all his family, he was extremely, you know, felt very close to God, and I guess, you know, that's why they got banished. It was just, he was too judgmental, maybe, you know? 
I guess is what they're saying. Conceit and pride is what they said. Yeah, prideful so, conceit. So there you go. So now they're banished. Now you see, when you see her, when you see Thomason, and she's praying and saying that I've broken every commandment in thought. Right off, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, fuck. That's yeah. pretty fucked up. It seems like they're like, okay, they're saying this girl's a witch. I mean, if there's a witch in the movie, which the movie's called The Witch, so that's what I'm thinking. This chick is fucked up, that means. I mean, that's the first thing I thought, because I'm thinking there's fucking murder. You know, look at the Ten Commandments. I mean, that's some serious shit. If you've broken them all in thought, that sounds pretty serious to me, right? I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I thought right off the bat. So this whole movie I'm watching, and I'm thinking, she's the witch. So now when she has that little thing when she's playing with her sister later, and she gives that whole fucking spiel about how I'm the fucking witch because the girl, the little girl pretends she's the witch. Clickety-clackety! Clickety-clackety! That fucking thing. <laughs> I am the witch! Oh, it was great. <laughs> oh, she was so annoying. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, I didn't think they were annoying. As a matter of fact, I will say that all of these... Are, are some of the best children acting I, I've ever seen. Oh, they were ter- oh the acting was terrific. I just thought the you know the the characters they were playing were just annoying twins, always you know being mean to their sister and stuff. Yeah, well, you know they're just being kids. Kids will be kids. And Black Philip told them that they can do what they want. Yeah, and that was that was their sin. That's what it was. That was the twins' sin. Was you know. Taking the word of of a goat, and you know, she confessed <laughs> to thinking of all these sins and breaking all these sins. And Caleb was was getting a hard on for his sister. Yes, exactly. With a little cleavage action going, and this and yeah. that. Just you know, the father <laughs> with his prideful conceit. The mother. What was the mother's thing? She was just really nasty to Tomlinson. She was nasty to her husband too. Yeah, she yeah she was just nasty all around. She was uh. She was very um, material. She was very concerned over her. Yeah, but her no. silver cup. Yeah, nah, 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 said, nah. the silver cup wasn't for. She even says it in the movie when they're arguing. Yeah, about, I know she says it. but It's I not for vanity. It's because it was her father's cup. It's a fucking yeah, sentimental sure value. That. You might be right though. That's a good point. You might be right. Maybe she. Maybe it wasn't sentimental value. Maybe it was because it was silver. Yeah. You know? And he he had all kinds of sins. I mean, he fucking. Pawns the fucking thing. He lets fucking his kids almost take the fall for it. When the, when the mother's saying, where the fuck's my cup? He doesn't say anything until it's fucking too late. And he gets the fucking riot act read to him later. And she says everything about it. Basically, she says that he's pussy whipped. And that he's fucking no good at hunting. And then you, you're not fucking good for anything. And all this other shit. Yeah, imagine in 1630, if you told somebody they weren't good at hunting. You'd get, beat. <laughs> you'd get your ass beat. <laughs> yes. Must I listen to the devil's tongue? Because <laughs> she cusses his fucking ass out. That's his daughter, you know, by that time. But yeah, Thomason, I'm guessing she's playing like a, a 16-year-old, I would say. But in reality, she's 20 or 21, so. If, okay, I fi- I, you know, that was one of the things I was going to ask. I didn't know how old she was, but I figured she was older, you know, considering they kind of did a sort of nude scene. Yeah, if anybody thought Not she was... sort of nude scene, a, a nude scene, but she did look very young for the role. Yeah. It's okay. If one of you guys thought that she was hot, you, you don't have to feel bad about it now. <laughs> she's so. old enough. Yep, she's old enough. And when her hair comes down at the end, she she de- you could definitely see that she's older. At least that's yeah. What, that's what I got this time. That you yeah, her age. I thought she was of age. Even the first time I saw it, I'm like, well, she's probably older. But yeah, that's the age she is. But 
Yeah, and, and they all did sins, and they're all fucking paranoid. And did you catch the the whole Apple thing later on with the boy, with Caleb? Yes. And you realize why? <laughs> I remember. It, it's something we need to definitely talk about in spoilers, but... He might but, be yeah. right. But yeah, it's something... Yeah, I definitely wanted to ask about that. There were a few things I wanted to ask about. Just hear your interpretations of it. Yeah. Both of yous. Yeah. Both of yous. Both of you. You talk like me now. Look at this. <laughs> but uh, I tell you, there's no comedy in this movie. The first time I saw this movie, nobody... It was the best time because I came in the movie and there was only like a dozen people in the theater. It was Whoa. four people. I mean, I love the movie, but I didn't, I didn't come in it. <laughs> <laughs> he came in the third. Yeah, I came <laughs> in <and> shit. <laughs> it was came. more people the second and third time than there was the first. Maybe it was the time I went. I don't know. But there was only like 12, 15 people in the theater. Nobody spoke a word the entire movie. It was fucking... It was as that movie should be viewed. Nobody did anything. One time... When they show that one shot, which is mildly funny, and that was the one point when they're like, "You guys all stay in there and think about your sin," and he fucking puts him in there, and it's the twins and Thomason, and then the next thing, the twins are sitting there with a real bored look on their face, and the sheep's just sitting there, and they're just, you know, you think that when he puts him in there, it's gonna be hell breaking loose, and then they're just sitting there, and they're all fucking, you know, there's no witch to be seen, they're just fucking sitting there, the the the, the goats fucking breathing heavy. You know, you got one or two chuckles. Aside from that, there wasn't a peep made, except when I made a fucking peep, when I literally got so much joy from watching this one scene that I fucking laughed from it. Laughed because it made me happy, not because it was funny. I was, I just went, <laughs> and I was hoping anyone else in the theater caught the fucking what was going on, but I don't think anybody did. But it, to me, it was extremely obvious. But that's just one thing. Okay, so let me get into my Shining comparisons and why this is a fucking tribute to The Shining. Because it's shot like The Fucking Shining. That's, you know, we've been through that. The soundtrack is like The Shining. It's built the same way. They build up to crescendos and then they cut it really quick and things like that. Musically, it's there's even cues taken musically right from the fucking Shining. That when you watch The Shining and watch this, you can watch it back to back and see the comparisons. But There's, tw- there's twins in it? There's twins. <laughs> Correct. And the first time you see the twins running, they're holding hands, much like the first time you see the twins in the movie mm. when they encounter Danny in the game room, they're holding hands there as well. Yep. So the first time, the first time you actually see them is in the courtroom, but that really doesn't count. They're all just standing there on trial. But then you see them, and they're running around holding hands. Twins. Okay. Now, now there's more. When you see the father, Will, doing the thing, the first time they show him with the axe. Yes. Doing the fucking, you know, splitting the logs. That in the way it's shot and the music, it is just like the first time when you see Jack throwing the tennis ball in the fucking great room in The Shining. Same type of shit. Now, here's the thing that put me over the edge. It made me laugh out loud. The scene with the little boy going into the woods and encountering the witch. As he's walking, you see him from behind, and he's doing this slow walk, and his arms are kind of spread apart. It looks exactly the way Danny walked down the hallway, uh, I think the second time when he's wearing the rocket shirt. When he's walking in The Shining. 
And this isn't something I planned on seeing. You know what I'm saying? I didn't go in there thinking anything about The Shining. I'm watching this movie and seeing it unfold. So it wasn't like I had a theory, like the 237 guy saying, okay, what's yeah. this mean? What's that mean? So yeah, so I wasn't looking for it. It came, I'm watching it unfold. It happens, and I'm like, holy fuck. So that one scene starts, and he's doing the walk like Danny. Then, then he's approaching that thing. I don't know what it is. It's like a house in the fucking woods. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's not a house, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this movie, and it's getting closer and when it's filmed, it could be either the scene when Danny's walking or the scene when Jack is walking into 237, the way it's filmed. And I'm like, okay, what's going to happen here? And then as soon as I see the one leg come out, I was like, holy fuck. That is exactly what the chick does in The Shining, the way she steps out of the tub when she's naked. She does one leg and it looks weird, then she does the second leg. Mm-hmm. So one leg comes out. Then the second leg comes out, and I'm like, holy fuck, this is The Shining. And I'm watching this happen. Then from that moment on, it is entirely Jack going to 237. He walks up to her, they kiss, and she fucking turns. I was like, as soon as that happened, I was like, (laughs) I I was like in ecstasy. I was so happy to see that. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, they're fucking tributing The Shining here. And because I thought it earlier with a, a shot or two. And then I saw the other one, then the second, then that third. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. It, it was just one thing after another. Have you that, no, have you read anything about anybody else noticing this? I, I, one thing I've not, I've read is that the director has said something about fucking um, being... The director has mentioned it in one way or the other about um, is it, is it being it influenced by yeah, it or an inspiration. Influence. Something. But nobody's made these comparisons. And I can't believe it. It's so fucking noticeable to me that, you know, it's just nice. This this will make for a good double feature when it comes out. What when what comes out? The Shining. What? No, when the Witch comes out, watch <laughs> it. Watch it. Watch when it. The Shining finally gets released. Right. <laughs> well, it's not out in Canada yet, is it? Oh. <laughs> so yes, uh, The Shining, and then followed with this would be amazing and then everybody will see exactly what i'm talking yeah, about. yeah just it, you know obviously they're not the same themes but just to see the inspiration the uh influence right and they yeah. had they had that choir chanting towards the end of the movie before they get to the witches which is happenstance because the witches are chanting anyway but it's reminiscent of the one scene in the shining towards the end where all of a sudden wendy's by herself and she starts hearing the fucking chanting going on mm-hmm. and then the guy the father of the family carries an axe just like in The Shining. Yeah. And then the little boy, now when Danny goes to 237, he comes back sucking his thumb, and from that moment he's fucked up and he goes into red rum state, and he doesn't talk. (laughs) Same thing happens to the boy in this movie after he gets kissed and he's missing. Then they find him, and then he's fucked up. And then he's not, the rest rest of the film, he's not not normal at all. You know? Yeah. He's either, he's bewitched, and then he has his moment of ecstasy and, and everything else, but once again, a setup like The Shining, and <laughs> there may be more that that on subsequent views I'll I'll see. But this movie was a, an attempt by somebody that is crazy about this movie, The Shining, to tribute it. Yeah, a heavy influence from from all these comparisons you you found. Yeah, it, nice. Even later on, when you see what happens in the aftermath, when you see the goats laying there, the goats are laying there in a way that you see The Shining girls dead in the hallway. When you see them fucking bloody and, and dead and cut open, same type of thing. Oh, man, I gotta I 
gotta go back and watch The Shining and watch this again. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. you have to do a comparison as well. If you're I was just trying to, shine, yeah. See, I was just trying to pay attention to this <laughs> with that, the dialogue. That's what distracted me the first night. Is it all? Yeah. Any comparison, and then I'm looking for more. I'm like, oh, what else is going to happen? And then I'm picking out little things, like like when Danny is sitting there and his parents are arguing about his fate. The same thing kind of happens with Thomason. With Thomason, yeah, she's sitting yes. up in the attic. Yeah. Now maybe I'm grasping at straws, and I'm going a little two, three, seven on some of that. Uh, no, but if this guy, you know, if he mentions that he was influenced by it and trying to pay homage to it you right. know these these little things were you know beautiful ways to do it right I mean, three three or four things are completely obvious blatantly yeah. obvious to me the others like i said maybe that's just me wanting it to be more than it is or maybe i'm right maybe i'm right on with it yeah like, that was the director's intent i don't know but that, that's what's going on in this film uh, on top of everything else that's what's going on well stephen king actually quoted that this is uh this film scared the crap out of him i believe I don't know. Let me look up what he, he did got. say. Something there was a ringing endorsement from him. Yes, something else that. Yeah, he was terrified by this film. Right. He said. So people see that and they run out and see it, and they're like, "Okay, that didn't terrify me at all." Now me, it is terrifying. It's constant fucking tension through this movie. Constant. Yeah. There's yeah. never a moment where any where you're at ease. There's there's a sense of dread from the minute that gate shuts to the colony and you see the wagon just rickety driving away and it's you just you just get an uneasy dreadful mm-hmm. feeling from that point till the till the very end. Absolutely, there's just not a moment that that it's one thing after another. It really is, and I, so I guess some people said it's slow moving, but I, I'm never bored for a second. I'm just seeing fucking. One thing after another, just trying to figure out what's what and who's a witch and fucking is there a witch? Is there? Are they just going crazy or you know? Yeah. What's yeah? Happening? And that that's that's really the mystery in it. Is is this real? Is is there some supernatural force at play or is is it just a case of bad luck and they're all turning on each other and what the hell's going on? How is this going to play out? And it's done in a beautiful way. It sure as fuck is, man. Definitely. Oh, man. There's just so much going on in this movie. Just, <laughs> boy, oh, boy. You feel for Thomason. You really do, because when they when they want to turn on her, you know, it's just like, she's of age now. We can go back to the plantation and get her to a new family. Yeah, as part of, like, training t- to learn her housewife duties, her yeah. womanly duties. <laughs> yeah. Right, because they want her to do all kinds of shit because the family's big. And the kids don't mind her. The twins are fucking, they're not paying attention to her. You know, it's just not working. And they're stressed because of that. They don't have food. They're there. They're trying to hunt. The father's yeah. not much of a hunter. He hasn't got anything. They're Their crops to, are dying. Right. They're growing crops. They're not working. The corn isn't coming out right. They're getting desperate. And then they, then they lose a baby. The baby's fucking gone. Thomason tells them that, that uh, a wolf took it because she didn't know what happened. You know? So she, yeah. she wasn't wanting to get blamed. She's like, yeah, a wolf took it. And then for the rest of the movie, the mother's like, fucking, okay, this Thomason's a fucking an idiot, you know? She's losing this. Maybe, and she even quips later on later. She's like, maybe, uh, what happened to the cup? Remember, she thought that fucking she lost the cup. She goes, did, yeah. did a wolf take that too or something? She told her. So, you, real feel, you really feel bad for that girl. That's, that's all I can say. I mean, Will, the father is fucking, he brings it on himself by leaving the place, honestly. And 
I guess the family is just as bad as he is because they're, they're probably listening to every word he says. They're very religious. You know, they're going through scriptures and everything else. Is there something we should get into before we go to uh, go to spoilers? Who played Black Phillip? <laughs> <laughs> Little fact about Black Phillip. It was actually a white goat in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was something up. I'm <laughs> uh, just kidding. I heard that Black Phillip was a real pain in the ass on the set. Like, yeah, you know what? That's true because I read that they were supposed to be a whole bunch of other scenes involving involving Black Phillip, but they found out that he wasn't as well trained as they thought, so they had to cut that. Yeah, like even shit towards the end was fucking. You know, uh, when he was attacking and stuff like that, it was just almost like outtakes that he was really acting like that for whatever reason. Oh, wait, what do I got here? Hold on a second. What dost thou want? What canst thou get? Wouldst thou like the taste of butter? A pretty dress? Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? Yes. Wouldst thou like to see the world? What will you from me? <laughs> and that signifies spoilers. <laughs> wow, that was that that was very chilling. That was so well done. That scene. Oh, that was that that was. You know, I was reading. You know, like with with the promises of, of the dress. It's like it doesn't seem like it much. Seem like much, but you know, we're talking what four over four four hundred years ago. Four hundred years ago. <laughs> Come on, butter and fucking yeah, living yeah. deliciously? That's yeah. like a pimp line. Yeah, I, I, I read an article that said, you know, that you know might not think of that next time you're in the supermarket and you pick up uh, a tub of butter. <laughs> yeah, what, you, what you might have had to do to, to get it back in the day. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. So yeah, in case anyone didn't, it, it isn't clear. Now we are into spoilers. So I have a question, and one of the things that confused me is who killed Fowler, who disemboweled the dog. I think the rabbit. It is, after all, a, a familiar. Oh, okay, so Why he chased. Not? So he chased after the rabbit, and it, it it shifted back. Why not? Okay, I like that. I like that because I was thinking, was the rabbit the 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 witch that. Caleb encounters, do you think? Quite possibly. Okay. I mean, wow. you know, okay. I mean, I, there's many witches we find out later that there's a coven of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just I was just asking your, your interpretation. Right. The rabbit, that's right. Okay, I forgot he chases the rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They yeah. just kept showing the two. They kept showing that. They, they showed that same witch twice, though. They showed her an old form in the beginning, mashing up fucking Sam. With yeah. With the baby mash. Then they showed her young and so fucking delicious herself yeah. oh man somebody posted a picture of her somewhere online I don't know where it was and holy fuck now I've seen the movie three times so now to this time tonight watching it I was just I'm usually blown away by the scene because it's fucking like I said it's Jack in room 237 from Shining so that usually alone blows me away but this time I said I just want to look at this fucking beautiful woman and holy shit wow yeah nice it's so hot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But wow. Um 
So yeah, why do we bring her up? So yeah, we only see the one witch. It's, we see her twice as an old. So we see her in the beginning, old. Then she eats the baby, drinks the blood, whatever. Turns into fucking young hot witch. Then later on, when they're all locked in the thing together, when Thomason is locked in and the twins, because they don't know fucking who's the real witch, they're all locked in there. Then she shows up again, and you know it's the same witch. She's doing the same thing. Looks exactly the same. She's doing the fucking thing again, you know? So how badass was that, though, after the baby, when she's naked and she's rubbing the blood on her body and then she's fucking rubbing the blood on, on her broomstick? Yeah. <sighs> Almost like orgasming. She's so into it. That was great. And speaking of orgasming, that's what the director told Caleb to do. He had to explain to him what an orgasm was. The actor, this, this young boy, when he wanted him to achieve ecstasy, when he has that moment of fucking whatever, of, of religious um, atonement before he passes. Yeah, where he frees himself of the evil. Yeah. And, oh, okay, my the, Lord Jesus! He's getting all crazy. What a the, job he did. The apple thing. I know he references the apple yeah. um, when he lies to his mother. Is that you why? Because that was his sin for it's, lying? There you go. You figured it out. Exactly. Okay. Okay. No, That's my I, take. Yeah. You know? No, I, 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 I like that. I like that. Yeah, that that was that was great. A lot of these things are coming together now. The the crow is that another familiar? See now that I'm not a hundred percent sure. The crow always seems to be associated with the devil. Okay. Like you've seen it in other movies, they use it in the Omen series. Oh, they, well, that's true because it was it was trying to get her to sign the book. And did you guys notice that the cup returned? I never noticed that till tonight on the third view. That not only did her two dead children return, but the cup also returned. The chalice, Ooh. the silver cup. I did not notice that the cup was there. Yep, I noticed it tonight for the. So first do you time. do you guys think that she signed the book or not? That's that's my one issue. I don't think she did, and I I read about this because they were saying uh, that she wouldn't have acted and and lashed out towards Thomason at the end. Right, I don't get that. She yeah, let she... the thing peck on her. She had a bloody fucking nipple. Obviously, shit. How do you not remember that? That's my. That's what I said. There's one minute thing about this movie that I haven't figured out, and that's it. There. That if she was turned, if she got fucking witched, then why would she attack Thomas? And you know, after all that shit, when hell breaks loose, I just I don't get. Yeah, that. I'm. I'm not so sure she did, but maybe maybe it was you know, like a delusional dream state that she thought she was in. I mean, she was pretty much a mess at that point. Yeah. She, she had lost two children at this point. And now four, when the twins are fucking gone. Yeah. So she lost everybody. Her husband was dead. And she said, you bewitched fucking Caleb. I saw how you were looking at him. You bewitched your father. You did all this shit. Yeah, but the the the, the crow scene, she didn't know that the other kids were gone yet, the twins yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, she said that. She goes, their blood's on your hands. Oh, the crow scene. The crow scene where she. Where oh, the, at that point, I'm sorry. I thought you meant when she had the when she was when accusing she Thomas. No, no. At that point, you know, it's it's the end almost. You know, okay. but uh, but that's the next time you see her because she's there. She's getting this thing pecking her nipple, and then she goes to bed, wakes up the next. And did anybody else notice that the way Caleb talked to her was the the the, the delivery of the line was just the way Black Phillip spoke. Because remember, Caleb was talking. He says, I'm going to go tell your father. And he said, no. Like that, he spoke. Oh, my God. That's so perfect. Yeah. Let him that, sleep. That makes it, per- that makes it, that makes it even clearer. Because yeah. he is the devil. 
Exactly. You know, for obviously we're in spoilers, so we're safe to say that. You know, if you're listening to spoilers and you haven't seen the film, shame on you. I've done it before. <laughs> uh, you got to go. If, you, if it's still up you anywhere, do. go. Yeah. Go. go. And if, <laughs> even if you don't, when it comes out, definitely, you know, buy this film. Support this filmmaker. He's a this talented guy. Yeah. yeah. Was this his first film? First feature length film? I, I'm not sure. I can't even tell you. Yep. Yeah, Roman this Fingers. is it. This is his first feature length film. There you yeah. go. Nice. Talented guy. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. What do you guys think about the dead bird and, and that incident when she's milking the fucking thing and blood comes out? Think that's that's signifying something? And the dead bird I'm talking about is when Thomason grabs the Oh the egg. egg. Yeah. What do you think that is? I think it's just any... more dread, like more Yeah, just like a bad a bad omen, a sign of things yeah. to come. Yeah. That's what I that's how I took it too. Yeah. yeah so that... she, but, okay, the bird I can see. But what about when she's milking the fucking sheep? And it was right after that she got accused of being a witch. And she goes down there and she's like, Are you guys a witch? She asked the kids, Are you a witch? And they're like, Does dad think I'm a witch? Does father think I'm a witch? And then they go, Are you a witch? She said. And she said, No. They never even denied it. They just fucking, you know, they asked. And then, then she's milking it and blood comes out instead of milk. And she tries one udder, then she tries the second udder and blood comes out. So what do you think that is? Then she gets pissed off and tips the fucking bucket over. You know, see, this is weird because at the time I didn't really think much of it because I'm just thinking, oh, this could just be, you know, paranoia and stuff setting in, not knowing how the film's going to end. So I'm definitely going to benefit and have a better interpretation, hopefully, of what that might be mm-hmm. upon a rewatch. Nice. Because well, I'm, I'm a little off on the timeline right now thinking of yeah, that's you know, okay. what preceded and what followed. Well, bottom line is that fucking, they all sinned. The father taught them to lie. He was supposed to be holier than thou, and he taught them to lie, and he, he did things. And there's all kinds of controversy going on. It's just the family falls apart. You feel like you're really in that room when fucking Caleb comes back, and he's you know possessed or whatever, and they couldn't open his mouth. The apple comes out, and he comes out of it, and then they're all trying to pray because he's saying all this crazy shit. They're all praying around him, and... All of a sudden, the, the kids, twins can't remember yeah, the prayer. Yeah, the, the twins can't remember the prayer. They're saying, "Oh my gosh, she's a witch!" Because you know, Thomas had pretended she was a witch earlier, and then they ne- that never left them. And here's yeah. what's weird about Thomas's turn. Thomason's turn. Everything she says to that little girl ends up happening exactly as she says it in that scene. Yes. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. talking about if you do this, I'll have your mother witched, and I'll have this. And fucking, uh, you you, uh, you got to sign a book and all that. How would she know that? Hmm. Interesting. Here's my theory. My theory is that her soul was already bewitched, but her mind was not yet. And this is ultimately the way, as we see at the end, this is how the devil summons witches into his coven. So I think he already had her. But she didn't realize it yet. And it's played off the whole movie that she's the innocent one and everybody else is fucked up. When in fact it was really her the whole time, but she wasn't even aware of it until that moment. So do you think that there were? Do you think there was a scene that we saw in the movie where it happened, or you think it just happened early on after they were kicked out of the colony, and and we just don't see it, and it just plays out? Unless it happened right then and there when she threatened her sister when they were playing, because if you know what I mean, they were just playing, and then it came out. 
And the girl, she brought up the witch. The little girl says, I'm the witch. Clickety-clack, clickety-clack. That whole fuck. <laughs> clickety-clackety, clickety-clackety. That thing. Yeah. She goes, I'm the witch of this. And I did this. And she goes, I saw a witch. It stole fucking whatever the kid's name was. You know? So when she, when she came out, she says she saw a witch. So she obviously did. So she sees a witch. She's talking about it. So maybe because she was talking about it, then it took over Thomason for that minute. I don't know. But Thomason remembers it. And, you know, she's like, I was just joking and this and that. I jest. And then she says, don't say anything. She tells him later. So, you know, but Black Phillip told them that fucking he was, that she was going to be bewitched and that Caleb got fucking bewitched, you know, while he was out in the, in, in the woods. I don't know. Just a theory I have. Yeah. Good one. It was weird that everything she said did come to pass. How would she know about signing a book and making a deal with the devil? You know? Yeah. Just seems uh, interesting. You know, yeah, so good. But so much going on. I mean, we could go on and on. We won't. We got to wrap it up. But I mean, there's just stuff going on in the family. The dynamic is all fucked up. Uh, the the woman doesn't trust her husband. She says, you know, maybe you've cursed this family by having us leave the plantation. That's why this happened. That's that. It's just you could talk all we want, but you, you got to fucking see the movie. That's all. It's just. You know, you see Thomason slowly being pushed away by her family and the effect that's happening on her. And it, it's tragic. Well, it's tragic until the end. She'd be easy prey to to go ahead and sign the book very early on because she's almost the outcast of the family. She does everything for them, is underappreciated. and Yeah, yeah. exactly. And they're talking about getting rid of her. Yeah. Huh? But, I mean, you're watching children suffer th- through most of this movie. If that isn't fucking horror, I, I don't know what is. That's fucked up shit. And not in a good way. See, usually I enjoy, I don't want to see them suffer. I just want to see them whack. Yeah, this isn't, you know, you know this isn't right. a funny slasher kill where a kid no. is chopped in half. This is, you know, this is like abuse and just absolute horrifying torture. It's, yeah. It's Psychological fun. torture. Yeah, you really feel for the everybody involved. Yeah. Even the annoying twins. Yeah, no. I mean, all the kids. kids. Yeah, yeah, they're kids. What do they know? Goats yeah. talking to them. I mean, yeah, oh. no, they're annoying because they just happen to be just annoying little kids. But, but they were uh, all the acting was was terrific. It, it really was, man. It, it really was. Now, Christian, I'm yes. curious. I'm curious. Has any of this helped improve your grade? Any of this discussion? No, definitely. I know. I can't wait to see it again. I'm not going to be seeing it in the theater again, but I I am looking forward to seeing it again. I might do a shiny comparison too. Nice, nice. Well, I guess we can go into ratings then. You want me to start? Go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Okay, sorry, I was quiet there for the last little bit. I am dying. You're tired, <laughs> poor guy. You made him go to a movie. He couldn't stay awake for the movie. Oh. So <laughs> anyway, the uh, this movie, like I said, I have a feeling. This movie is going to grow, meaning that it'll kind of be like how It Falls was for me. When I first saw it, I was, I'm not even saying I was disappointed with this. I was scratching my head a lot going, okay, I'm going to need to see this again. Whereas It Falls, I was initially disappointed, gave it another chance, and I said, yeah, no, this is great. Um, I would say that this is an 8 out of 10. Oh, nice. I can right, I'll, I'll go next. Uh, yeah, I was surprised at how much I was able to absorb, given the fact that I'd heard so much of how confusing and difficult it was to follow but my this conversation actually raised raised my grade up and i'm coming in pretty high and you know it could 
it could slightly go down a little bit in the future. It could go up, but I'm I'm coming in with a nine out of ten. I, I absolutely love this film. Nice. Very cool. Cool. So it went up for both of you. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. That's good. Maybe after you see the third time, you uh, <laughs> you feel like me. But I'll tell you what, I, I, I kind of felt the way I feel the first time I saw it, and I had to reassure myself a second time and then a third just to make sure I, I felt the way I felt about this movie because it doesn't happen much. And because this movie has the dialogue that, you know, is, isn't always, you know, not even just old English but the dialect. The guy sounded, especially the, the Caleb was kind of hard to understand sometimes. The father mm-hmm. was. Because he had that deep voice and he had the accent too, on top of the old English. He sounds like uh, he looks like Mick Fleetwood, and uh, <laughs> he fucking sounds like Wade Barrett. And only wrestling fans are gonna know who Wade Barrett is, but that, that's what he kept reminding me of as I'm watching it. I'll tell you what, I I don't think I've enjoyed a horror movie this much in a very long time. I. I can't even remember the last time I was so into a movie as I am this one. And now I've seen it three times. I think it's an amazing film. I absolutely love it. And it's a fucking 10 out of 10. Nice. Wow. I figured that's where it was going. You know, I yeah, I, I had a feeling. You know, it was weird because I was hovering between that as low as an 8. Never below an 8, but... But the conversation just, even when you played the clip back of of Black Phillip that led us into spoilers, <laughs> I literally was getting like goosebumps. I'm like, all right, that's that's an 8.5 right there. And then we started talking about some of the theories with the dog, with the with this, with that, and certain certain scenes and interpretations. And even though some of them I don't remember everything, it just is like, all right, this is going up to a nine. This, this is the type of film that could ultimately turn out to be, you know, a classic that becomes you know a 10 for me and you know yeah. I, I love the ending i'm big on that when the no, no they'll get to that we didn't really cover that but we could we're still on the show uh, when that happened at the end it, and when she became what she became and how it happened and how she fucking got her tribute and all that stuff I, it was i said this before i was talking about krampus but i really felt strongly the same way here i was like please roll the credits now Please don't let anything else happen. Let the fucking credits roll right now. And they yeah. did. And they yeah. did. Perfect ending. Again, not exactly, but kind of reminiscent of, of the conclusion in Lord of the Salem. When you see how that ends in a way where it's just a fucking, oh, an unholy fucking and, thing. And a, look, and a look on her face. She's, right. she's like finally happy. Yes, she's happy for the first time. Right. She's in ecstasy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know... Caleb achieved it through God, and Mm -hmm. she achieved it through the devil. And what can you do if you're her? No, it was, you know what, you can't blame her. Right, where's she going to go? Back to the fucking plantation with a a dead family? Yeah, she's going to be accused of witchcraft. She's going to be... Exactly. So it's kind of tragic, but then again, she embraces it. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I've led a terrible fucking life, this and that. I've had this, not a terrible life, but we've been struggling. And Yeah, I mean, case. she she was, a, she was their slave, basically, doing everything. I know, right? So. Yeah. But, man, I just fucking... I'm so glad the credits roll when they did. And I, I've heard some people didn't like that it ended that way, but that's par for the course for me. Usually when... I'm I'm weird about ending sometimes. Yeah, I thought the credits were gonna roll earlier. There were a few scenes where it was gonna roll. It's gonna be like, nah, don't roll now. It'll be a little too ambiguous. Yeah, 
And then they kept they showed a few more scenes and the ending, you know, was definitely more definitive. So part of the theories, you know, that you develop early on are kind of put to rest. But still, that's awesome that you can think certain things throughout the whole movie and then it's nicely wrapped up at the end. Yeah, man. But right to the end, I fucking yeah. enjoyed it. Like I said, I've seen it three times, so I, there's no yeah. way I don't know. I, I I thought I might go down. I saw it. I just, but no, it didn't happen. Every time I saw it, I've seen it. I've, I've enjoyed the hell out of it. I don't think there's a weak thing about it. Yeah, I'm going to be looking for these little things that you pointed out, like uh, like Caleb's voice when talking to the mother when he comes back. It'll be blatantly obvious. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, I was just, just trying, I was literally just trying to make, make uh, sense of every word of dialogue that was spoken. And I was doing, I did really good the whole movie because I really thought it was just going to be like, oh, what the hell is going on? I can't understand a word, but and right. uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm totally looking forward to revisiting. I can't wait to see this on fucking on Blu-ray with, with, uh, with subs. I really can't. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, like, again, I give a movie a 10 out of 10 and I can't tell you, I only understood 80% of fucking the dialogue and it didn't matter. <laughs> no, I got the gist matter. of it. Comment, just, commentary will help also. A nice director's oh, commentary. Man. Commentary with the actors. Love to hear about, you know, shooting this film. They shot this in like 25 days. Yeah. It was a quick shoot. Amazing. Yeah, they did such amazing work on this film. Yep. But yeah, go see it. I mean, what, what do you got? A 10, a 9, and an 8? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it almost fucking made the whole Hey, you never know. We could revisit it in the future. It could get up to a, to a Hall of Famer. No rule, no rule that says it can't... Uh, can't move into it later on maybe i come up to a 10 at some point maybe christian comes up to a nine and it's in yeah, you never know so you know that's true mo- you know once the blu-ray hits and a rewatch you never know that that's true there's no rule yeah. that says uh, a rewatch huh. to, you can't change something but i'll tell you yeah. what i don't think i've ever and then again this may never happen again as well i've given two movies tens on this show yeah I, we went, I don't know if that's. We went crazy happen. with tens tonight. This was good. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to happen again, especially on this format where we're doing an old and a new. How yeah, many that's, new movies that, are going to be a ten? No, yeah, that's that's odd to see for a new movie. Like I've a only 10 right out of the bat. I've given one other movie a ten in the past fucking uh, years. And yeah, it was Born Tomahawk. That's it, and then this now, and that's it. It's not like I fucking you know give them out every fucking year. That's or, awesome. Or Salem like, was out of 10. Looks like we all have a top contender for 2016 right now. <laughs> yeah. Rosemary's yeah. Baby. Yeah, Rosemary's <laughs> Baby, which just came out in Canada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till Ro- you guys... Roman Polanski's free to roam here. Yeah. <laughs> in Canada? Yeah, I'm well. teasing. Okay. <laughs> Good extraditum to the States. Nice. Okay, then. Well, I guess we better wrap it up. Episode 9 is next. We do not know what we're going to do. I don't know. Unless someone comes up with an idea right now. <laughs> no clue. I don't we'll, think it's, it's, we'll, it's late. We're tired. We'll have it posted on the uh, Facebook page long before this episode comes up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so, yeah. So, so that's it. I won't get too into the details like I usually do. We just want to wrap this show up. Subscribe. Share. Do your stuff. Rate us. Please rate us on iTunes and review and etc. Enjoying all our good stuff. And somebody send us some emails because we don't have any. You know? Exploding Heads Horror Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> send that shit. Say whatever you want to say. We'll read it on the show. Whatever. Questions, comments. 
do your thing. Let's get rolling. So, that's enough. Thank you, everybody. Peace. Um, and we will see you in the near future. Peace is right. Christian, are you awake? I am awake. <laughs> good night, everybody. There you go. We're saying good night. See ya.